Welcome to Level Sync, a Final Fantasy XI podcast with your hosts, DA Soccer, Caladrius, Lost Time Lord, Ayame Cat, and Quetch. Meowdy! And welcome to another episode of Level Sync, a Final Fantasy XI Horizon podcast. My name's Ayame, and we have our other hosts here. How are you today, Cal? Doing all right. DA? Uh, living, six feet up. Quetch? Uh, doing all right. Chilling. And LTL? Not as good as David Anderson, but I'm doing all right. Doing a bit of all right. <laughs> Dude, it's 15 seconds in, bro. <laughs> the awesome soccer. Whatever, David Anderson soccer. Don't talk to me. You don't know me. Don't you don't pay my stub. <laughs> we have an exciting episode today, but first, we gotta ask, what you've been up to? What you've been up to, Cal? Um, uh, well, we uh, just hope Cloudy get his joy toy. So Sir Cloud now has a joy toy. How long oh, of a camp? Fun. I think we were there for like two and a half hours. Wow, Maybe. you got lucky. You I don't need to tell you that, but you know you got lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the fourth one we camped, yeah. Considering some of the other times we've been there and how long we had to wait. You know, it's seven hour. Nice. Well, at least, you know, Cribdis is only a 100% drop rate for Joy Toy. So no matter what you do, you get it. As long as you get clean. And, and then... Uh, yeah, and win. <laughs> we did it with no summoners this time. Just nice. melee and two red mages. Oh, um, we got Sith his minstrel's body. Yeah. And then we got... Is that Dynamis? What is that? No, no. it's a drop off of Sahagan and uh, Sea Serpent's Grotto. Okay. Like Nove the White-Hearted or something like that. And then uh, we got Sorn his Phantom Thallium, which was Easy. I always still needs hers. Oh yeah, we were talking about that before uh before we started recording. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things of pain. A whole bunch of sky farms. I think I've been in sky like four days this week. Also finished war merits. My war's fully merited now. Everything's done, all the strength merits, everything. Strength as so. well, you madman. Yeah, I finished the strength what? merits in a day. Mm -hmm. In a day. I was on, yeah, I was on the nine strength yeah. mares. I married it till six a.m., dude. Talking about forever. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because I was on the. I had just started the nine, the nine point merits, right? And so I got all what, all three of those, yesterday, into today. It makes sense how you keep that deep, sexy voice. It's because you never sleep. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm in between jobs at the moment. I have plenty of time to do it. That's it, man. In between jobs to get so, that 20k an hour. How one of the parties was like well over 20k. Like we took a break and it was still sitting at two merit points for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> and then it finally went away. But yeah, that that's party? all I've been up to. Huh? Was that the party I was in with you? Uh, no, it was the one me and Sith were in and Murfta. Oh, you guys had double bards, right? Yeah, we had uh, Dumbledore and somebody else on board. What spot? The Murftop Mountains, the Raptors, mm. and the Flies. 
It's not bad. I tried to pull there before. It was awful. (laughs) But I don't know. It's probably better if you have like two bards, I guess. What you been up to, DA? Um, I complained last episode about not having any assistance or help getting Sandoria done. And of course, as soon as Bastok becomes third place and doesn't have any fucking outposts, I finished Sandoria. Um, I immediately spent my 250k conquest points and bought four Akatons or whatever and put one just for style lock, one for the Juno trade, and put two in my bazaar for selling, and then realized, shit, I don't have enough to buy the chairs. So oh. now I, I'll, I'll go back to it. I'm, I'll be back to Sandy eventually, but I am already rank five in Bastok um, and working my way uh, working my way through that. I'll also, as soon as I completed 9-2, I mean, I was like, Finally, about time. I went back to my samurai, I threw my flag up, and immediately I saw a shout for Divine Might and joined in and knocked out DM as well. And I got the Bushu Mimimi earring ready to uh, rock and roll on there with the Great Axe skill as well as the uh, Great Katana. Um, I have a 71 Sam, so one more level, and I'll be able to pop that on. And uh, four more levels, and I can switch to Beastmaster. So it's been a lot of missions, getting outposts, just pain in the ass because I'm used to being spoiled with all the outposts and the navigation that I have. Um, but I haven't done too much else. Still looking for my region staff from uh, H-E-N-M's. Um, and I officially have an XML file that I set up for my Legacy AC for my staves because people harass me, but don't tell anybody <laughs> my link shell because I still style lock the black staff, the Apollo staff or whatever. I still style lock it and I haven't told any of them that I actually have Lewis set up underneath it. So it's been absolutely, uh, it's been wonderful. Um, so going through those codings, messing around with that stuff, getting up and running. I was hover zooming in your stream when you were in Dynamis and you like, because you have the equipment up, you can see your shit swapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good it actually it does exist, and it and I, I don't know if it's working right, but I know that something's happening. <laughs> this motherfucker came swapping. in my stream. He came in my stream just to check and see if it was true. He didn't. No, I didn't even come in. I was hover zooming, like I was using the, <laughs> the add-on to hover zoom, and so that I could watch without you knowing I was there judging you. <laughs> I came in the stream and asked if there was like a blood moon or a fucking eclipse or the second coming. <laughs> Pig that suddenly you. started to grow wings. Yeah. Once I hit 75, then I look into doing that. If I look into doing that, I've been 75 white mage for about six months now, so it's about time I got it up and running. Yeah. Especially if you're in a dynamis zone because there's double dark weather, and if you are unfortunate enough to land on dark stay and have, you said, the HQ stave, right? The staff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the, yeah. That's minus care. 15%, so that's like hella minus... Any of your cures. Cure one I would, I would for ten. I just regen them. So that's a that's a light magic spell that also is minus for that. So uh, I don't light? think regen regen isn't affected by. It's a light spell. Is it not? It's not affected by the staff. Enhancing magic. I will put money on it. I don't think it's affected what do you by mean the it's staff. Not a staff. Really? Yeah. Just how yeah. much you get on a regen tick, like take into account how much plus healing you have. 
No, I think it's enhancing. If it doesn't, then, then minus healing doesn't matter. Staff, the body, mm -hmm. and one other item effect regen, I believe. Uh, not the staff, the staff from H E N M's, not the staff for HQ's normal colleges, right. those elemental staffs. Oh. So it does not affect So you regen. you never cast cure whenever there's no, if it's a their ninja fault, that explodes. If, if, if there's die, a ninja that explodes, you don't use Kuraga and you never have, use Cure. I have one macro. It's called Regen. And when I hit it, it'll always cast Regen 3. And if I hit it again immediately, it'll cast Regen 2. And if I hit it again immediately, it'll cast Regen 1. They're going to live fine. off of Regen. I actually watched him run in and Kuraga people when they took a, a ninja hit. That sure, exact that... thing happened. And I watched you run in in Kuraga. When? I, also, I, I also watched you run back to raise 3 somebody. Who was already being raised freed <laughs> by somebody else, but you ran back like you were gonna do it. I was. I, I wanted to I show initiative, but that's yeah, the well, only Dynamis run. That was my first Dynamis that you saw me with the Legacy AC. Have you I'm watched one saying, without it? I'm just saying you're lying. That's all. Let me yeah, let me get people to hate me, okay? I don't know. Move on. Move on to somebody else. You were just hovering. <laughs> I don't know if you could see what was going on, you know? Helicopter mom, get off my dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to you, Quetch. What you've been up to, man? Uh, speaking of White Mage, mine is almost 41. I did um, a High Wind just before joining you guys here in Discord. One more level. One more level. Uh, that, that's it. And then I can tell you to Altep <laughs> to go digging. That's it. People... Did you say that's it? You don't want to do any more White Mage after that? No. No? I mean, no? okay, honestly, I don't mind White Mage. Um, it's a really potent job. Um, mm -hmm. I just, uh, in terms of support, I think I'm, uh, I don't know if I said this last show or not, but my plan is to finish Mandau and then pick either Red Mage or Bard, um, because mm -hmm. it works for them. And I'd rather put like inventory space and like, you know, focus leveling for like a, one of those jobs. That way I can get that dual, um, triple use even maybe one day, um, from bothering to make the relic. So. So White Mage is just going to be for Chocobo digging, but it's been super helpful. I brought it out the last ore session and um, could telly dem and holla myself uh, and like search for weather. So like, and then warp home, like it's been really useful just having at the, you know, 40. Um, so I did that. Uh, let's see. I, speaking of Mandal, I have turned in my Dynamis currency for the first two stages. I now own a Dynamis dagger which is 20 hundreds out of the full 1550. So it's only a, a small portion of it, but um, yeah, guys, uh, 20 currencies turned in. So now I'm quote unquote committed. I guess I could still back out now, but <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no. only like 16 mil. <laughs> only. Huh. Um, but yeah, still plugging away at that. That's where a lot of my playtime is right now. Um, but uh, I guess the last thing I have like written down. I mean, I've been I've been playing a lot, so like God, I'm I know I missed something here or there. But uh, also, we got another Nidhog kill this last week, and I finally got the uh, end legs, Neptunal Abjuration legs. Yeah, nice. so nice. five out of five. Um, I haven't made them yet because they're so rare. Like you only get like one like a month maybe if you're like in a shell that's actually fighting those things and so i'm just gonna hold out so i can get an hq but that's like a six mil item so it's gonna be like do i put that guild towards man now or do i like buy that item and get it off my bucket list i don't know we'll see as time goes but i'm sitting on the abjuration right now nice. yeah it's a bunch of All decks right. 
LTL. Nothing about, nothing about trying to tab? You're not even going to talk about it? Oh, yeah. Well, That's actually a good point. Get in because your link shell keeps running it. Wait so a second. Let us know how it is. Our link. <laughs> twice? Huh? What's that, DA? Can't you, can't you just run twice, like a week? Yeah. yeah I'm just, just lockout? It was only they, one. We were, we were trying oh. to run it on Sunday, and demo was already set up, and we weren't going to fight for it. So yeah. You got to stream sniped without the, the stream. No, there was no. I mean, they were standing there waiting very, very politely. I would just, I, I wasn't going to even try to get in there above them. You know what I mean? So we went somewhere else. It was just, I was making a joke. I mean, I let me, really, let me start I have no idea how often they run it. With demo? No, that's like the last <laughs> link shell I'd want to start beef with. Yeah, was, Too many ahead, cool God. people in there. There's other so, shells I'd start beef with, but well, so we 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 did we well I did tab I wasn't in the Sundays uh the Sunday that they were doing I did Friday the day it dropped, and uh, there is a vod uh, people have been asking about this because there's not a lot of info out there about tab or um um you know not many people have been able to like stream it or do it or been that successful with it yet. We had a pretty good run on Friday, and again the vod is on my YouTube channel. If anybody's like, hey, I want to look at some strap before I go in, shilling aside. Uh, we went in, we had a pretty clean run up to the boss. And then there's this gauntlet that you have to do. You have to get past the different Diaboloses that are like fake ones. And then the amount of them that you aggro is the amount you fight for the end boss fight. Um, so I guess I'm the only, am I the only one who's been in you guys? Cause, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the three of you are in the same shell. I don't, Dia, you haven't tried running it yet, right? We got three. <laughs> we only had one. And then by the end, by the time everybody else got through, we had three. And we had to fight all three at once. And we just got swamped and killed. And they just cast death and charm. And mm. it's, a, it's a wreck. Um, I'm excited so to hear when you guys get a chance. successfully avoid those things during the gauntlet? Like, what's the deal with that? I don't remember this in okay. detail because I've only run it in retail. And that was a long time ago. So there's a hallway that leads to the final fight room. Mm -hmm. And um, you need to have everybody basically because sneaking invis don't work. You have to have everybody just dodge the line of sight of. Uh, so I guess sneak doesn't matter, but like if they see you, they'll aggro you and disappear. You need to have all eighteen people get through that hallway and get to the main room, and then you need to aggro one of them because you need to fight a boss. So at least one of them needs to be like aggroed and fought. Right. But basically, if you have bad movement of the diabolos. Um, you know, you might get more than one. I see. Yeah. So, so everybody has to play the kind of like the equivalent almost to the egg things, the butt plugs and C that spin around with the eye on them. And like what? people have to make it past. I just heard <laughs> eggs and butt plugs. We I was thinking hot and cold game. There's a lot of people in, in the seen. show that call them butt plugs. So I'm used to calling them butt plugs. <laughs> You're like it's I not think just it looks me, more guys. Like a suppository, if anything, but, <laughs> but some people say it's a butt plug, so I don't know. I mean, that's I'll just it's go with a, it. I'll go with it. It's not right, Dragon I'm Ball rolling Z with style. It. I'm rolling with it. It's not Dragon Ball Z where they split into three characters and it triple, it like cuts their health down in thirds, so it's three weaker versions of it. It's like a full version of it each is actually. That you aggro. Yeah, the more oh, you is. aggro, it cuts their total health. Yeah, oh, it's okay. it's not like proportionate to the number of aggro you you aggro, but it is a bigger portion the more you aggro. That makes sense. So if you have to kill more than one, do you get loot from more than one? No. Once you kill the final one, that is when loot drops. Uh, okay. Yeah. So good luck when y'all go in. Um, it's a really kind of fun little compact zone. You get a lot of the Hydra gear. It's very generous. Um, you know, I'm talking like five plus pieces from, from a little two-hour mm -hmm. stint.
So um, a lot of people get a lot on stuff. It's like generally it's it's actually a pretty generous zone. It's just you don't get a lot of uh, coins and stuff. So you like you want like maybe link shell funded rather than your normal split. You know, or or figure out some way to do it. But that um, sounds like somebody without bad with bad movement would piss off your link shell. Genuinely, you you can't help but feel like you know. This son of a bitch. Can't you, you just run straight? Yeah. You've been playing this. This game's been out for 21 fucking years. Yeah, you play a little bit of a, <laughs> a yeah, a little bit of a game. It's it's a it's a gamble getting to it, and then it's a gamble winning, and that's just kind of the zone. That's the whole trick. I'm kind of happy it uh, right. doesn't drop as much currency. Well, I've been selling. I would have. I felt we would have been remiss to not hear about the dynamic Tabnesia no. exploits. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> no problem. Um, it's way more exciting than anything that I've done. Although um, we are kind of doing a, a new thing now, and uh, we ran our first H E N M as a group last <laughs> week, um, and we did the carbs, and we totally <laughs> got a fucking belt. Nice. And uh, mm. yeah, we got the bell and the black mage ring and the warrior, warrior. garbage ring. Um, I think we even got a, a cloth. Got a did a cloth, cloth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, but we did get a belt, and so Snoochy Booch, congratulations on the owner of a uh, very own speed belt. Well, redneck speed belt. Sprinters speed belt, belt. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds yeah, right. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Um, we did because we didn't get onto the calendar for this month. Um, we ran a Valkram on Sunday. Um, and I finally got my Black Mage to six of six, as well as some other people in the Link Show who've been looking for it for a long, much longer time than me. Yeah, we got like five Black um, Mage. A lot months. of Black Mage. Oh, well, well, yeah. so, so check this out. So four people in the Link Show needed the Black Mage belt. And four of them exactly dropped. <laughs> and then and, poor uh, Soren wants one for his once it hits 75, and not another one dropped after the four. Well, I mean, ages. yeah, I mean, that sucks. I wish more would have dropped, but for the for the current population, it wound up being pretty good. Um, and I also got the minus one hat, which I turned into the plus one. So now I'm three of five or plus ones of relic stuff. Um, Need to get into Tav to get that fucking leg and body, uh, and I'll plus one them. Even if it's not better, I don't give a fuck. Like the hat didn't do shit. <laughs> I think the hat gave me like two fucking MP or three MP for the plus one. Didn't do shit. I was like, fuck it. I like that white box. Um, so I did it. So I, I'm white boxed on that. And uh, yeah, other than that, um, not a ton. Some really successful sky farms. I know that Cal kind of mm -hmm. mentioned that a little bit, but like really successful. Um, when you're going up there and just bullshitting and having fun with a bunch of people who don't really need to be told what to do, you know, like, it's pretty awesome to just go up there and, and kind of get a ton of stuff. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we did a, uh, so for Sith got his subduer, I don't want to take mm -hmm. thunder from you if you were going to mention this, but Sith got his subduer. I was going to You are? Then go ahead for it. No, Ayama, you go now. You talk about it. I should show. I should show yeah, I was just okay. going to talk about the, the sky part where we got the two diorites. Hold on. Yeah, Can yeah. it? <laughs> is it going to show that? You see that? Those are all fives 
for every oh, weapon shit. skill. Yeah, I know you're gonna talk about it too. Oh. All right, so cool. I, I'm done. I I'm done. freaking <laughs> kept track for him. Okay. The physical we, notepad. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. we we yeah. Because how else are you gonna keep track? Until I found out today from Sir Cloud, he said there's like a tracker or whatever that you could have for like weapon skills or whatever. Like a, an add-on that like yeah, yeah an add-on. Add like, oh <laughs> man, would have been would have been useful a few days ago. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, what I've been up to. We got that subduer for Sith. We were trying to also get destroyer. So uh, Einhander got a subduer. Sith got a subduer from Tomain's drop. He was trying to get destroyers. He didn't get any, unfortunately. Oh, we bro. were doing a, a BC Nems or yeah, we were doing we were doing those, and we also did um. Treasures no, those were KS and M's. Yeah, then we did the treasures and tribulations, and that was <laughs> we were not successful with that. No. There were six of us that did it, and no one got a sorcerer's ring, and there was only one minstrel ring. <laughs> and Soren got it. Soren has been lucky lately, I think. Yeah, I wanted my uh, sork ring real bad. Don't want to pay for it, but I got at least I got an astral. I got an astral for my efforts. Cal got an astral too. Mm -hmm. um, I got an. Cal didn't even get the lot. His. How's I that? Know, right. <laughs> How's that to get something useful? Ah uh, man, I mean, it was better. It was good. To, oh, I know you're. I didn't get. Ass. I didn't even make nine hundred gil. Nine hundred. Okay, not even a thousand. Not even nine hundred gil from the, those runs, and I was there that whole time. I was like, this is awful. <laughs> These runs were awful. Although you got a lot of exercise. You got yeah. a lot of exercise. <laughs> My tiny little tarry legs ran a lot. Because he was on Black Mage. They're like, no, no, no. You stay in here. <laughs> you escape us. I had to escape had to and then run back all the way through Gideas every time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And the first time he was poisoned, I left the area and I was like, oh. I almost died. Really poisoned. Thankfully, thankfully, Cal's like bard regen song kept us alive. Otherwise, we would have <laughs> both died. <laughs> you said it was like 10 HP per tick or something and from my region is 11 from the so mimic. It barely kept us alive <laughs> for five minutes more. Right? Um, Did you guys get lucky and get the chest like without having to fight? A few times. Two, yeah. them. Uh, twice, two right? out of five. Two out of Mine four. and Sir Cloud. Yeah. Exactly Close. average then, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I have a pretty good screenshot of LTL inside the treasure chest. Because it did draw in. You, yeah. you should send that. Do you want me to, to put it over top so of the video? <laughs> yes, you should. Yes. It's actually pretty good. All right. It's because freaking uh, the drawing. You know how there's drawing. Yeah. When you get hate from the mimic. Oh, he was definitely drawn in. <laughs> but he didn't even move. He just stood inside of it, casting on it while he's standing inside. <laughs> yeah, because if I tried to move even like two yalms away, like it would draw me right back in. It just kept fucking sucking me in. Nom nom nom. You <laughs> suck on me, and I hated it. Don't lie. LTL's like, I'm the one that uses suck. I am the one who sucks. <laughs> I am the one who sucks. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we broke that subduer. We did the Kindred Sil Notorious Monster stuff, the BCNMs. We did that HEM and got the Sprinters. I finally got to go slash Dark Knight for that, by the way. Me and Zexamir were on rotation for stunning that. Okay. Only two of us. We did a good job. He kept calling it out when it was my turn. You know what? I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Zexamir. Did you guys just have two stunners? Yeah. Oh, wow. Just the two red really well. We always bring you extra. Had, like, 
Well, we had four black mages there that in case there was an oopsie moment, but gotcha. they did well. Yeah. I died. I died too. <laughs> I, I steel cyclone the uh, bruiser crab too hard, and there was no one between me and it when I sat at it. And it 100 fisted and 1600 HP went fast. Mm-hmm. Throw up Defender. Take off Berserk. <laughs> Nah, I ain't about that. Life. I know. I know. Warriors <laughs> typically need to be reminded of that. No, I don't even think it was up at the time. I don't think I had aggressor or berserk up. Whenever it just turned around and beat the hell out of me, all I saw was Cloud go invincible, and the crab went, "Nah, <laughs> I want him," and just beat me into the ground. You hit him too hard. Alchemy just a little more tender. It was like a sixteen fifty, so yeah, that's probably make it angry. Dang. Um, I have one more thing on my little list, my small list. I got Nishira's Krakows. Krakows? However you say the little feats. I got those ones. Krakows? Krakows? There's in a Krakows now, yes. She has a Krakows. I got a Nishira Krakows. Sir, the politically correct term is a trap house. Nishira's Trap House. Oh, goodness. They look so cute. I have them style locked because I like them so much. But other than that, it's everybody's been up to a lot of stuff lately. Very nice. And we were talking about some Sky Farm, and today's episode is about Sky. Are you guys so excited? We're going to talk about Sky. Sky's fun. It's so classic. What is What is Sky? Hold on. I really enjoy I'm Sky. Read, I'm going to read a little part where it describes Sky. This is from the FFXIclopedia, which most of my information is from. Maybe don't use that site, though, because it is very heavy and it takes up a lot of memory. I'm just saying. So for Sky, it says, Part of the floating island of Tulia, constructed 10,000 years ago by the Zillard as the Gate of the Gods, this is said to be the very entrance to Paradise itself. The Ruan Gardens make up the exterior of, the, of Tulia, an array of floating islands worn by time and overgrown with moss. Referred to as Sky by many adventurers, the gardens are home to the Shijin, divine guardians of the cardinal directions, and a number of other monsters. And how to access it, you need to complete a mission called the Gate of the Gods, and there's also a quick teleportation mission that you could do. You specifically, Cal, called When Angels Fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come show on. 45 minutes early. I... What if you need to change your sub job? I don't. <laughs> I still need to do that <laughs> mission. What's the name of it again? Zoo, when the Angels of the Fall. Okay. When Angels cool. Fall. Okay, never yeah. mind. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the realization that DA hasn't done it has inspired me to go do it now. <laughs> well, race you there. Yeah, and it's uh, DM13, the Gate of the Gods. It's right after a uh, pot fight. It's the pot fight in the Quicksand Caves. Once you do that, um, there is the, that is ZM12, and then you get a cutscene for ZM13. That'll all get you the, uh, you said Tulia? Is that how I'm pronouncing it today? Yeah. Yeah? All right, sweet. We're going to roll with that. And you also get five Mog war- um, Wardrobe slots at that same time on Horizon. So highly recommend if you don't have Sky Access, go ahead and knock those out. It's a little bit of running around and such, um, but it's not too bad to be able to get ZM12 
12 done because 13 is just a cutscene, and then you got sky access and then you can knock out when when angels fall before i even get it it's really easy you guys i just keep forgetting and it's a good area to party in what's the sweet spot is it 61 or 63 that warp by the way is only available if you've gotten to um uh, cop if you've gotten through to tavnasia well, you have yeah, to be at the one where you climb the wraith towers. You have to climb mm. up the, the tower of your race. And then when you get, right. like, you have to go up your own race's tower um, with the. You do that one, but then, like, make sure that when you do the quest or, like, when you try to get the teleport, the important thing, and it says it in the quest description, but the important thing for that is that you have to have the title. Like, your correct. character has to be wearing the correct title. To get the access to Sky from the teleporter when you turn it in. Um, what was the you, title again? Warrior of Light or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Final Fantasy yeah, yeah. yeah, XIV? Something, something of light. Of light. Yeah. <laughs> you can change your title if you've done it in the past, though, over yes. without having to reclimb, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You just yeah. have to know which one, um, but it's one of the bards in the cities that'll change it for you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so the basic, uh, basic sky navigation, uh, is, it is a big circular, uh, map. Ruan Gardens is a big circular map. So that's where you get to after that mission. Um, it just plops you right on the, one of the first islands. And it's a series of interconnected floaty islands that have, um, teleporters in between each section. And, um, in order to take a teleporter, you have to hit, uh, the pincer stone that's on the way. It'll light up. And then, um, then you walk over to the teleporter and take that to the next island. If you ever see that the pincer is already on and you're trying to get to the porter for the next island, 100% um, of the time, by the time you get there, it will have disappeared. <laughs> That's so true. I fucking hate it. It's so, it pisses me off so much. Oh, it's on. Should I wait? Do I need to, huh? is it going to go? No, you know what? I can make it. And by the time you get all the way over there, it's off. And you're like, son of a bitch. It's better when you run up and you watch the light fade. And you're like, if I hadn't stopped and thought about it, yes. <laughs> I would have made it. <laughs> yes, that's not entirely true. It is like, it is time-based from when the pincer is hit. But, you know, people that run up before you, it's just the timing thing that happens to everybody. Um, so those different teleporters will take you to the different, take you to the different sections and that's where we're going to find the various gods and other nms we're going to be talking about today um but in addition to ruan gardens being that sort of outer island area you also have the shrine of Ravito in the middle and um that is its own different way of navigating but that also involves pincer stones that are yellow and blue and the blue one opens blue doors and closes yellow doors and the yellow one opens yellow doors and closes blue doors and um Basically, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, uh, about the um, sky navigation uh, in this video and show a map as well. Um, but you should know that, you know, learning these things is, you know, a lot of people will reference maps and whatnot along the way. But that's the basic gist and overall of sky. Do we want to move on to the first monsters that you must fight? In order to fight one of the lesser gods? What about the Archangels? Let's talk about the Archangels, yeah. So, <clears throat> as you're doing ZM missions, you'll hit a mission called Archangels. That's obviously after the Gate of the Gods quest. 
Now, you have an option here. You can either A, fight each one individually with Archangels, or B, do what's called Divine Might. Divine Might's the preferred method because you just fight them all at once. It's a lot more of a less of a pain in the ass than doing each one individually. And the fight's pretty easy. <laughs> like, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I think the only person that died during ours was who? Dratha? I think, on his poor little, like, level 70 Beastmaster. Yeah, I think he died twice. He's a Taru. He had it coming. Individually, uh, six man, and all at once, it's 18. It's full alliance, right? Yeah, it's a full alliance. You okay. can bring an entire alliance in with you. It's a really simple fight. You also, you have to farm up the, um, oh, what is that item called in order to enter? Art um, Pentosphere. Art Pentosphere. You have to farm up the items for that. Um, all that's listed in the BG Wiki. If you do Moongate... EXP parties for merits, you will have an overabundance of a thing called Illuminate Ink, which is one of the items needed to make that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty simple fight. You also get your earring after completing Divine Might. Once you go back and click the uh, is it an altar in the main entrance to uh, Ruavet or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Click it's stone in the yeah, you get to pick mm -hmm. the Sepanumimi, the Bushinumimi, and whatever the other ones are that nobody cares about. Nightly? Shut up. That's shame. <laughs> Nightly and... Nightly and... Beastly. Beastly, that's it. Sorry, I mean warrior and bard. I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so you finish that, you get your earrings. You have access now. That allows you to do pretty much whatever you want in Sky at that point. I don't think there's anything else barring you from doing anything. Um, I hope you really like pincers, because that's not the only pincers in Sky. So enjoy. Um, but yeah, that's Archangels. It's pretty simple, easy fight. Well, the Archangels themselves, um, there's five different ones. And yeah. the first one, one of each race. Yeah, there's one of each race. The first one is Archangel Hume who is a ninja plus warrior. He wields two swords, uh, uses mighty strikes, and can mijin gakure, uh, which means he can explode. Um, <clears throat> then there's Archangel Taru Taru, which is a black mage plus dark knight, which is horrifying. If that was the thing He floats around. He floats Teleports. around. He's got a giant spike. And blood weapon, yeah. Um, <laughs> and is a nasty motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Um, there's Archangel Mithra, who is a thief beast uh, that can use perfect dodge and charm. Um, so that one's fun. Um, She's got a nasty weapon there's... skill of some sort, too, if I recall. Yeah, Havoc Spiral. <laughs> there. Um, does 100 to 300 damage plus sleep and weight, uh, which is just, that's a lot of fun. Um, then there's Archangel Elvon, who is a paladin plus white mage. Um, which is horrifying, uses Dominion mm -hmm. Slash, uh, 200 to 300 damage in silence, um, and can also dispel your buffs, which is great. Does shield strike, too. And then uh, last, but certainly not least, is the Archangel Galka, who is a dragoon uh, and samurai, the Great Katana, moves quickly, has 14,000 HP, with a 12 HP tick regen, um, uses Makyo, uh, which is the Samurai 2-hour, and uh, can use... Uh, let's see, so when he uses Makyo, he likes to Yukikaze, Gekko, Kasha, uh, which will 
pretty much end anyone that he gets that off on that three step uh seal chain. A lot of I think fun. that's what killed Dratha. I'm pretty sure it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um but he also has Call Wyvern, so he has a Wyvern that you have to kill um as well. Got Zanshin, uh Dragonfall is his weapon skill with hundred to three hundred damage with blind. Um and he can cast it from a rather great distance. Um and they're really cool looking because they're all kind of like they're in color, but they look like they're black and white, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And they're some of my favorite. Like, in retail, you can get those as companions or, like, your trust. And those are really, I mean, they're not useful, really, necessarily. Archangel EV is a really good tank. Um, you can use EV as a tank in retail, um, but the rest of them aren't really that useful. But it's cool to have them out, to have them with you so you can look at them. I've always liked those guys. Despite everything LTL read off, it is a pretty easy fight, though. It is an easy fight, but yeah, I feel like, you know, they're so unique and cool characters in the game that, like, they deserve their own, like, you know, we have to talk about each one because they're super cool. I hope that people enjoy them as much as I do. I like those guys. I do like the Targ. And I, I don't Tars. even like Tars. <laughs> I use the Elvon like, all the time. I was going to say the Elvon, that mm -hmm. it's a lady. It's a tall thicky. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I like her. Did you want to talk about the sky teleport some more, LTL? Yeah, so, um, you know, basically when we navigate sky, we've almost made this, like, there's two things that we've almost made kind of mandatory for us running sky. One of them is a map pack that we have that we use that helps get through with, like, the updated maps, and they have guidelines on it. But above and beyond modifications to the game or add-ons, um, we have a map that we typically use that's online based. You get to a web page. You can go and look at it. And in all of the years that I've been playing Final Fantasy XI, including this recent, you know, sprint through Horizon here, um, I have found personally that this website uh, that I'm sure Fletch uh, is going to post the image of, and let's even if we can, let's get a link. Yeah, to I'll the take website a Website in the in the uh, episode notes or whatever or information. Mm -hmm. um, but it's at enadin.be/sky.png. Uh, so feel free to use this. It's what I use all the time. I feel like in all of my years of playing and trying to understand and decipher maps um, from various BG Wiki or FFXcyclopedia, um, this is the best. You know, I've I've sucked this map's dick for months, and I try to make sure that like everyone knows that it's like the best and that they need to use it. I'm not afraid to admit that I get on my knees for a map. It's fucking awesome. Like. <laughs> This shit rules. So I definitely recommend that you check it out. Like, so if you know, if you look at the map along with me, um, down at the bottom at six o'clock on the map is where it denotes the Hall of the Gods, and that's where you enter Sky from. As you run up, you can see, like, as you go north from that very six o'clock position, you can see that you're running through, like, up to the very beginning of Sky. So, like, you know, when you use the teleporter to get onto land, where you land is just above, like, the very lowest 6 o'clock part. Now, when you want to get to any particular thing in Sky, um, unfortunately, it still requires, obviously, a lot of, like, running from island to island. Um, you know, in Horizon, they don't have the uh, teleport crystals where you can teleport to which island you want to go to and get to places much more quickly. Um, you have to run there just like the old days, which, you know, I prefer, um, more unique, more, um, you know, era and really authentic. Um, but like when you look, as you look at the map, 
Um, so follow me if you can for a second on this map. You'll notice that, you know, where you start, Call of Gods, you come up like you're at the very bottom there, right? Just above where it says Brigandish Blue, where the little yellow line that's headed north from the very bottom uh, ends. You go straight through the alley where it says Despot. What that means is that as you're running through there, all those statues that are in the side walls is where you can spawn Despot. Pretty simple, right? The easiest one to get to. I think we'll all agree. But as you run even more forward or more north from there, and you take a right at the end of the Despot hallway there, you'll notice that just to the north of where you're running, you know, you start running east and just to the north of that, you'll notice that there's an entrance that is like a blue pathway, right? This is the route to Mother Globe. Um, you know, I'm not going to go through every single pathway to every single like god and every pop here but i want you to help i want to try and help because a lot of people look at this map and they're like what the fuck ltl what am i looking at like i don't understand this fucking map so i'm gonna try and help it, it's not it's not super intuitive if you don't know what you're looking at so i'm just trying to like help people to understand what they're looking at so as you get past the despot hallway and you turn to the right or to the east and you run forward a bit you keep running east you'll notice that up to the north there's a blue entranceway like I said, that's the path to Mother Globe. Now, luckily, this website has a built-in, like, the only thing you can click on here is a magnifying glass to make it bigger, right? So you click on that spot, and you can see, as you run in, all you have to do is follow the path that's outlined in blue, and it will take you all the way to Mother Globe, or you can stop at the uh, Oya Grande, Pequeño, whatever they have there, um, to fight for the waters, but... Um, so you run up the blue, it takes you to the mid, it, the arrow points at the top there to where mid is, and when you get to mid, it's going to have two options. And one of the coolest things about this map, as you'll notice now, as you're looking at the mid area that you teleport to, there's blue and yellow dots, which denote a pincer stone that you can click to open the yellow or blue doors. And there's also lines that are in yellow and blue that show you what color door is going to be in your way. So you follow this map from the mid, you're gonna head south into the O slash M room. There's a teleporter in there, you use that, and you see the arrow that's in blue that points up to the thing that's just at like the one o'clock position from there, that's where you wind up next. And from there, you use the only thing that you can do in that room is a teleporter, so you run to the teleporter there, and then that one points to where you're gonna go. And it lands, it, you're heading onto the one that's marked east, so it lands you at one marked east, which is just down from there at about the five o'clock position on the other side of, on this like right side of the map. And the interesting thing is that these teleporters can lead, lead you to one of three locations. They're all on the same map, but it's one of three. You'll see that there's three things marked east. That's just one of the three places that using the teleporter marked east will lead you to. Regardless of where you land on this part, you need to head to the O because you're heading to Oya. So O, you're going to head to the west through, if you're all the way on the far east of this map and you head to the west, you'll go through one yellow door and two blue doors. Luckily, on these maps, you can open your own doors. Um, you know, the most important thing to remember while you're running through here, I think I should have probably said this before, is that the only thing you're going to need is sneak. But there's a lot of things in here that will magic aggro. In fact, everything up here fucking magic aggroes. So make sure you mm -hmm. have sneak oils or your very 
you know, crafty when it comes to casting your sneak and get away of things. Be very sneaky. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I felt like maybe I was overstating the sneak factor. I fear you're underestimating the sneakiness, sir. So then you head all the way to the west, go down south to the O, and then it lands you directly above that map, um, and it shows you where the M is. That's the way up to Mother Globe. Or you can go where that where it says Oya. There's a little circle with a blue dot because there's a blue door opener in there as well. Um, it's pretty simple to follow once you understand what you're looking at. Hopefully that helps a little bit when you look at this map. But again, I cannot overstate the usefulness of this particular website. Kudos to the creator. Um, your vision is fantastic. I hope that maybe this gets you a few more hits. It's an amazing map and an amazing website uh, in general because there are other things on there that are fantastic. I highly recommend checking it out and using it. Um, that's yeah, that's what I got for the advanced. Uh, a little Easter egg with this episode. If you rewind and listen to any part of the last ten minutes, you can hear LTL get erect. <laughs> Sounds like wood rubbing together. <laughs> a slide whistle. <laughs> he loves that fucking map. I wish I had one. <laughs> LTL is right, though. You really do need to bring sneak whales. I'm a red mage main, and I bring sneak whales. Okay. Because I don't want to die to a weapon. They're everywhere. Fair, fair warning, also, if you're going to go up there, bring, like, two or three stacks. Yep. Just in case. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite memories in that zone is just a, a train of those mobs chasing your LS, and the doors are closed at the wrong times or open at the wrong times. People are trying right. to sleep and cure and run and kite and take hate and get out to this <laughs> next place they're going to. It's the means. <sighs> Let me in! Let me go! <laughs> yeah. As a, as a side it note is. to that, Quetch, on some of them, you can screw each other over by opening blue mm -hmm. and yellow to try and get across. So, like, your buddy opens blue, goes to run through, you hit yellow, it closes blue, opens yellow for you. <laughs> and now you're stuck, so you can have what I call dueling dipshits. So Tomain and Snooch stood there opening the doors and closing oh. the doors on each other for like 20 minutes and yelling at whoever was closing the door, not realizing it was no, one no, of no. the two of them. They didn't say anything. They were just both on like a pincer and just spamming it. And then finally, like one of them said something after like several minutes and they're like, fuck this person who keeps touching the blue one. It's like, uh, that's me. It's like, are you touching the yellow one? Yeah. That's <laughs> me. It's like, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> Why? I love it. The worst part about when you're doing like that, too, is you hit your own pincer and you try to run to the next door, and the other person did the same thing, and they're coming back from their door and they close it on you. So you go back to your pincer and you close it on them. <laughs> it flows right in your fucking face. Every time. It's like, no! Because <laughs> they're the same distance from their door as you are yep. from your door. <laughs> uh. So, um, I'll kick us off with some of the uh, wonderful things to actually kill up in Sky. We've been talking all about the navigation and the uh, sights to be seen up there and how to be able to access it. Um, but I'm going to start with uh, Oya. Uh, I, I say Allah, but I mean, I'm wrong on everything I say. So, Oya, I call it the Russian doll. Um, to be able, the reason it's a Russian doll is because it's got like a triple pop on it. But let me talk about how to be able to pop it in the first place because he was giving you navigation to it. There are aura pots up there that have about a one and a half, two percent drop rate on a Ramov water. 
And that is the key, uh, the actual item you need to be able to trade to a question mark to pop this pot. Once you pop the pot, it is Starbucks because you got a petite one. As soon as you kill it, it's a medium one. And as soon as you kill it, it's a grande one. Okay. So you have the it's Russian vintage. doll. Do what? You said Starbucks. It's Venti. Oh, my bad. Uncultured swipe. Oh, yeah, Venti. I apologize. Hello. So, <laughs> so it's the Russian dolls. Um, but they, they aren't too bad to be able to kill straight up, um, because they do have a few god spells, um, they can cast Absorb TV, Bio 2, I believe, Sleep Get 2, Drain, and they have an additional effect when they swing and hit you of Dispel, but they are still kind of a, I, I don't know, can you silence those? Um, no. no? So just... They're, we've never wiped to it, and I doubt many people have because they're not that bad. You can go, you could six man group it easily to be able to kill these. Because as soon as you kill one, the other one spawns like in its dead body. So it's like straight up Russian dolls, and you kill them back to back to back. Once you actually have the third one killed, you'll be able to get a winter stone. That's a hundred percent drop rate. I'm and okay, good. Just wanted to make sure because yeah. I've heard rumors, but there's always rumors. There's a hundred percent drop rate on the winter stone. It also drops. A, I believe, a um, great sword. Um, it's not a great great sword, but everything for me that's free ninety nine is a great great sword. Um, it's for warrior, paladin, and dark, and it's got a little bit of extra light damage and accuracy plus three on it. So it's a free great sword. Um, <laughs> but the main thing, the main reason you're there is because you want to be able to get a winter stone. Um, I'm working our our way up to how to be able to provide or kill the gods. So that's number one. The first one, get the water, low drop rate by killing pots, pop the Russian dolls, kill Starbucks, get your winter stone, and then we can move on to the next one. Questions, comments, concerns? Is there any lore I gotta on give that? lore. Yeah, I gotta give lore on this. Yeah, yeah give me the lore, pots. give me the lore. I need to breathe pots. real quick. I don't think that the Starbucks one was the best, though, because it's like, isn't it a tall, uh, a venti, and... What it's is the other thing? Spanish. Grande. grande. They, oh, no, grande. they're all like different languages. It's like Italian and like, so like English, Italian, English, Spanish, and Italian or something like that. And they all just mean ball. big. And this Russian, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you pop it, it goes from, what is it? Does it go from the large to the smaller? No, yeah. So Grande, Media, and Pequena. But Oya is actually a, here, we'll get it. This is from Wikipedia. A ceramic jar, often unglazed, can be used for cooking, storing water or food, or ir irrigation purposes. And I think in this case, it's probably for irrigation purposes since all of the other, uh -huh. like, you know, enemies that are kind of near it, like, or a pot, it's a pot, you know. But, like, outside there's, like, sprinklers and, like, groundskeepers and stuff. And it's like a garden, so it's probably huh. the like older type of uh, irrigation that they used. It doesn't rain too much out in the southwest. Sky. Yeah, <laughs> I I guess so. That's all the lore that I had for that. No problem. No problem. So we're going to be working up to a our first god pop set. So that is the first stone that you will need. The next pop is for zip. 
uh, how do you say its actual name? Because I just call him Zip because I don't know, don't want to mispronounce it. Zipaka, Zipaka, Zipic, Zip. I don't know. Zip. Look at the word. Look at the nope. word. Shut up. We're not doing that. We're not and, doing that. Fuck you. And speak it out slowly. Just okay. Slowly. So look at the word. So where's the mute button? It is Zip, and it actually has a pop timer of once it dies, it has a two-hour window before it actually can pop again. But it does, after its window opens, it has a one-hour time slot. Isn't it every 10 minutes, if I recall, for the windows currently? They changed the yeah. after that now, yeah. yeah. Perfect. It is um, a lottery claim system that is currently active, um, not by casting on it, just by being near it. He is kind of a nasty SOB with melee um, a lot of the time because he has a little bit of an AOE that can just start thrashing some people on here. Um, but he, when he spawns, he roams. He spawns in the, what's the name of the area? Inside of... The shrine? No, the palace. The Loth Amphitheater? No, that's not it. I don't the, know what that is. The Lagananon? Oh, Vulaganon. <laughs> That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> the Cannon is where he spawns, but he doesn't just spawn and like post up and chill. He spawns and immediately just starts power walking. He goes into the basement. He he'll come back up. He'll go through gates that are closed. It doesn't matter. He just starts power walking. Um, my recommendation is being able to ha be near his spawn if you don't know he's up because he will make a loop back and come back by and you can grab him at that point in time. Um, he is a little bit uh, tougher to kill than I would say the pots because of the AoEs that he actually does have on him. He His main drop you're looking for, which is again, a 100% drop if you get claim, is a gem of the north. So now we will have both items that we need for our god. One story I want to tell about Zip though, I we didn't have TOD with my sky LS. And I'm sitting, they said, hey, someone go check on Zip. I said, I'll do it. I'd love being AFK at a spawn point. I'll go up there. So I go, and I'm chilling, and I'm waiting. And all of a sudden, Zip pops up. And I'm like, oh, shit, Zip. And I get in headset. I'm like, guys, Zip, pop. He, he's, he's, he's on me. He aggroed me. Zip, pop. And I'm, like, typing in the link shell or whatever. And I start running back to try not to get aggro. Because, you know, there's about that 10 seconds when something pops. It doesn't aggro. So I'm trying to get the fuck away. And all of a sudden, he starts turning and walking to me. The name was cut off at the top of my screen. It was Ah Puck the GM who popped up and gave me a fucking heart attack. And I started yelling in headset and link shell chat. And he sends me a tell, dude, I'm dying over here. That is the absolute best. I don't know if I can <laughs> piss someone off as much as you just shit your pants. You know, he's just going <laughs> off on me. And I'm, I'm like, Oh, this son of a bitch. I'm cussing him out on stream. I got the clip of it too, yeah. but it was, I was, was, I was in your chat. I was watching. I think I'm the one who clipped, clipped it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. So Zip, Zip is one that is camped quite a bit on there because, again, it's a time spawn, not something you can farm and pop. So you have to be able to get that actual claim and kill. Um, again, you're looking for a gym of the north. Um, he also does drop a free 99 Great Katana as well with verse beasts of a 7 accuracy on it. A little bit of strength, too. 99. Um, um, do I? No, it's first beast is got accuracy plus seven. It is free 99. Free 99. Not a 99. Free 99. What do you mean? What is a free 99? Free. Free. It's free. It's free. <laughs> what is a free 99? Don't worry about it, Quetch. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a tax form? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> He's looking at the fucking webpage and didn't remember that it was 75 cap is what's happening. 
No, oh. no, free ninety nine is a term for free. It's just, it's just free. Oh. It's just what? Oh, I've you suburban sons of bitches. Never heard that before. <laughs> Anyways, it is a free great katana. It's not very good, but it does have a little bit of accuracy against some beasts. That that's all there is to it. It's rare ex as well. So now you got both of the items. You got the gym of the north. You got the Witterstone, and you're like, wow, I got two things that drop 100% of the time. What am I going to do with this? Well, you're going to go. Nothing yet, because there's lore. Okay. <laughs> there's lore for Zapakna. You got it. You this, got is, it. this is from the Clopedia site. That's how you pronounce it. Okay. <laughs> Zapakna. Like Tupac so... right in the middle. <laughs> in Mayan know. mythology, Zapakna is a demon, the son of Vukab Kakix. And Kimmelmot, he's depicted as a giant caiman, like a little crocodile thing, you know what I'm saying? He was strong, violent, and arrogant, often claiming to be the creator of mountains. A group of Mayan gods called the 400 Boys conspired to kill Zipakna because he was too powerful. Zipakna faked his own death, letting the gods believe that they had succeeded in slaying him. He came back when they were drunk one night and killed all 400 of them. The twin heroes, who... Who knocks poo and she block she ballock It's okay, you're better than me. <laughs> she she block okay? uh took revenge on Zipakna by setting a trap involving a fake crab, Zipakna's favorite food. In the end, he was either killed by a mountain collapsing on him or being turned into stone. Judging from his appearance in Final Fantasy XI, the designers probably interpreted him as having been turned into stone. So, there you go. Nice. What are we going to do with those two pop items now? Oh, no, that was great. I loved it. Turned to stone and everything. And, yeah, um, we are going to go pop Gimbu. Those are the two pop items you need to be able to pop Gimbu. Um, items? Two pop items? The two Pacna items? Two Pacna. Two Pacna <laughs> items. Um, and... Gimbu's Island, that fucking distracted me so bad about it. My head's <laughs> um, J5, J4 up in Sky is where the Gimbu Island is going to be located at. Um, I, I, I'll let you do the lore, but I really was reading the dialogue of when he appears and when he dies. And it reminded me of a lot of Dragon Ball Z Super. And I wanted to read that, It's if that's okay. You can, go ahead. All right. Gimbu, when he spawns, says, I am Gimbu, divine guardian of the north. The brief spark of your existence is as a single heartbeat to me. Know your in insignificance, mortal. And then when you kill him, he says, I would have never believed a mere mortal could uh, sunder my shell. You amuse me. Perhaps we may meet again. It reminded me of just Dragon Ball Super, straight up off the bat, talking about the mortals and everything. Um, Gimbu is a giant fucking turtle. He is a tank. He is thick. Um, when you think tank, invincible. Um, and he definitely does do invincible. I would say out of the four gods we're going to be discussing tonight, I'd probably say he's one of the easiest, even though he does have some goss spells that can go out and kind of wreck your shit. Um, so make sure you're kind of on top of that. But the best thing about him, in my opinion, is some of these drops. Um... Is there any particular strats that anybody uses for Gimbu? I know some of the gods you use silence and bind. I think Gimbu you just straight tank. Mm -hmm. It's a tank and spank, right? I've never done it any other way. I just wanted to make sure that like the professionals that are in here didn't have some 
optimal way of doing it. Other than magic bursting, skill chain and magic burst is the only thing I would add. Okay. Yeah. And so. have everybody turn when he invincibles to not feed. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I'm going to bring that up to my Alicia. Well, you don't get TP with you don't get TP with invincible. Yeah. Okay, good. Just oh, making sure. Spells would still feed, but spells yeah. would still spells feed though, yeah. So, when you kill Gimbu, um he will drop a guaranteed uh seal of Gimbu, which we will talk about later what that is used for. Um he also drops some of the notable money items, a divine log, a V claw, and just because I like clamming still, even though I don't do it, it knocks blood. <laughs> um, but some of the actual abjurations that he drops is, I believe, A hands, A head, uh, M hands, W feet, and D feet as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he also has quite a bit of guild to steal. So you thieves out there, definitely make take advantage of that. Anywhere from about 800 gil to almost 6k. I wish on a steal. Something about mug <laughs> here is screwed, man. I've seen I've seen a 4k steal Recently? on Gimbu. Uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. I haven't I haven't stolen <laughs> specifically mugged specifically Genbu. There's a cat in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's she's. I, I haven't mugged specifically Genbu in a while, so maybe I'd have to go back and give it another shot, but. Everything I've tried mugging in the past six months has been 300 gil or whatever at tops. Those are the gil items and abjurations, but there's two other items that a lot of people look forward to from Gimbu. It's the Gimbu Shield, which has physical damage taken minus 10% for mages. You got a black mage, white mage, red mage, you're barred, etc. on there, including blue. I didn't even blue know mage. blue was on there. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that is a Tank wonderful piece. shield to be able to have. Yeah. And uh, the Gimbu's Kabuto, which is 15 vitality, 50 HP, and plus 50 to water. And that is Warrior, Monk, Beast, Bard, Ranger, Sam, and Nin. Which, that, I, I mean, 15 vitality would be a Steel Cyclone headpiece, wouldn't it? Because it's... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Less than slot headpiece for Steel Cyclone. So, those are two drops, items that drop from Gimbu, and I would say they actually drop fairly often, a lot more than a high dates does. So, I would mm -hmm. definitely recommend, it's not a bad fight, the, the only concerning thing with that whole process to get all the way to Gimbu would be probably Zip, because you can't force pop that. Um, other than that, um, that's the process of being able to get a seal of Gimbu. For the lore, I'm only going to read the little section that says, like, Guardian of the whatever cardinal direction they're from. So this is Guardian of the North. The Guardian of the North is the Black Tortoise. The Black Tortoise is connected with the direction North, the season Winter, the element Water, and the color Black. The Guardian's Japanese name is Genbu, its Chinese name is Shanwu, and its Korean name is Hyunmu. The Black Tortoise is usually depicted as a black turtle with a snake coiled around it, or as a tortoise with a snake's head and a snake's tail, or a turtle snake. In Chinese folk folklore, the turtle and the snake are often related, or are the same animal. The turtle snake is thought to be a turtle during the day, and a snake during the night. An alternative view is that the male of the species is the turtle, while the female is the snake. This could have been due to the Chinese box turtles, or snake-eating turtle mating habits. Uh, it's it sprays secretion from its nostrils. <laughs> in the poor light of the night, it looks like a snake flickering its tongue, and it sounds like a rattlesnake. The tortoise's shell is said to represent the vault of the universe, the shell of the night sky. In the east, the tortoise is a symbol of long life 
and happy contentment as well as wisdom. It is said, when a tortoise becomes 1,000 years old, it, lear it learns the ability to speak human languages and prophesies the future. In China, the tortoise is an emblem of the imperial court, and the tortoise symbol was usually worn on some court officials' robes. In Japan, this guardian is sometimes replaced with the Tamon, Tamon Ten, also called the Bisha Monten, Monten, sorry, uh, the Dark Warrior slash Dark Lord or Black Warrior, one of the Iteno, four Buddhist protectors of the Four Directions. He is sometimes used in Chinese folklore dating back to the Neolithic times, too, as a human warrior wearing primitive clothing and with unkempt black hair. He was considered a powerful being who meted out punishment and salvation. Supposedly, the Shan Wu was a totem of sorts for shamans, uh, with the tortoise and snake being two symbols of power. Tamoten is associated with the same three central aspects of, uh, as the black tortoise, winter, north, and black, when translated into the five Japanese elements, fire, water, earth, wind, void, Genbu is assigned the element Earth. All right. Now we move Winter on. And North, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that they paid attention to that. Does that, like, any of you guys who have ever seen the never-ending story, that kind of reminds, like, some of the things that she was just saying, like, very much spoke to me about, like, what was that, Morla, the ancient one? Mm -hmm. Like, the, who I tried to talk to, the giant turtle that, that kept sneezing a, on him? had a cold, yeah, and uh, was, oh. like, really cranky. I don't know. There's some things in there that she read that reminded me. Like I think that maybe some of uh, that character might be drawn from that inspiration as well. That's very, very, very cool. Thanks for reminding me of the dead horse. I appreciate that. That was where my mind went, dude. Yeah, I haven't no, watched I mean, that movie since I was a kid, and I was so scarred. Our tax dies. I'm sorry, but I was talking about the turtle. <sighs> I know. My heart. It all worked out. Just remember, don't these look like big, strong hands? No, that makes me <laughs> so cry. That one, the fucking rock biter. The rock biter makes me very, very sad. I don't like thinking about the rock biter. There used to be a beautiful lake, but then, then it, it was gone. To mother we all, we all <laughs> flashed back to our childhood, <laughs> and everyone's depressed. Enjoy. <laughs> So we're moving on to Mother Globe. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, by all means, do your lore on Mother Globe first. Bruh. <laughs> there's, there's no lore on Mother Globe. <laughs> there's none. I'm going to just say I looked on the, the Clopedia, the BG Wiki, the fandom site. There's nothing. So I'm going to just use literal definitions from, like, the dictionary for you, okay? So I'm thinking that the actual mother in this is referring to either creator or originator that's also used for mother because it's it spawns some stuff and you know globe is earth, either the earth or a spherical or rounded object which surprise surprise she's spherical and what does she do she creates slave globes i don't know why that's what she does <laughs> that's all oh, i yeah. got for the lore well, in technical terms the mother and the slave is what they used to call like the main component and the add-on components like you can tack on a hard drive mother and have slaves attached to it um so that's 
part of I think of it. But the other thing I think is that it might be a slight homage to uh, Metroid. I've always thought of mm-hmm. Mother Globe as an homage wow. to Mother Brain. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that maybe they pulled the name for that. It's just like an homage to Metroid. That's always been my thought. I don't know if there's any reality in that or anything, but that's just kind of where my brain's always gone with that. The father go out for smokes? Yeah, I never came <laughs> back. Yeah. Still gone. So, Mother Globe is the same route that LTL and DA were talking about. You're going to go up, you're going to go past uh, Oya, and then you're going to keep going. You'll reach a room that is a large, circular room. And it spawns on the left pillar as you come through the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. the left pillar. And much like Zip, it is a two-hour respawn once it has died, with an hour window every ten minutes increments for the window to open. Um, the weird thing about Mother Globe that Ayame brought up is that it does, in fact, spawn slave globes. It looks like a little, slightly larger than normal detector, which you'll see a lot of in Sky. But it has the same claim system as Zip. It's it claims you, you don't claim it. Um, once it spawns, you'll get claim. Most people will run it out of that room into the original teleport room that you come up into, because, well, there's a whole shitload of detectors in that room that you don't want interfering in the middle of your fighting. Um, you take it into that room. If you are the original claim, like it spawns and you it claims to you. It will not have any little slaves that will start spawning them once you engage, and you just basically have your melee kill the slaves, have black mages kill Mother Globe. Because Mother Globe has a really nasty, what is it, uh, spikes, spikes. Uh, shock spikes, spikes. Yep. Yep. You on her, and, and they, they stun you, and they hurt. Like, I think it's enhanced shock spikes. It does a good bit of damage when you smack it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the standard thing. Usually the melee will kill the slaves, black mages and mages kill Mother Globe. Um, what does Mother Globe drop? I have her open over here. Uh, what? Other than the Springstone. Well, I... <laughs> really? really? <laughs> hey, Dad didn't... Dad didn't come back for smokes. She needs a man. Um... <laughs> so, Springstone, 100% drop. Um, Libation Abjuration, which a lot of these will drop. Which is may makes... Food, right? If I remember correctly. Libation is the drink. Libation is the drink. This is the drink. Ambrosia. And then it also drops the um Shinranui. Quetch looks deep in thought. Hold I'm on. trying to think of the name of the drink because the food is the ambrosia. The drink yeah. I, it is the... ambrosia drops. Or the oblation. Is ambrosia. oblation yeah, injury. oblation, excuse me. Shira Nui. Yeah. Shira Nui? Yeah. Shira Nui. It's a katana. Like a ninja katana. Three evasion, light damage, 37 total damage. Amarita, sorry. Amarita. That's, that's the name of the drink. But as uh, DA so eloquently put it, it's free. I'm not, I'm not put, yeah, no. It's free. <laughs> it's not great. The Senju and Riku, um, I think ninjas use it along with the, um, the uh, the katana that is the same as that scythe we were talking about earlier. It's the crit rate katana from BCNMs. So yeah, you, you main 6%. hand yeah. So you main hand the one and you offhand that one and you get a nice crit rate build. Hmm. Not bad. Don't know. Don't play ninja. Yeah. If I'm wrong. If Quetch is right, vote in the bottom. Just go ahead. <laughs> Let us comment. know in the comments down below. <laughs> 
But yeah, so you're going to get a Springstone from Mother Gloom. It's not a horrible fight as long as you have mages to kill it, because any melee it's going to suck because you're going to be paralyzed the entire time. Um, or stunned the entire time. Um, pretty simple, but that brings us to a more fun one, because I really like I really like the second half of this pop set, because I don't know why I'm a sick individual and I like Steam Cleaner. Go ahead, tell me the lore for Steam Cleaner, Ayame. You pick the one where there's no lore for any of it. I don't know. There's no lore for pick. Steam Cleaner. You, you pick the guy that... He, it's, it's two things where it's, there's no lore. We got a Mother Globe. We got a Steam Cleaner. I can only think that... So this is, this is just me with my little theory crafting for what the hell a Steam Cleaner would be doing there. I don't know. I'm thinking that, you know, what is cleanliness next to? Godliness. Godliness is loneliness. There you go. Or emptiness. <laughs> emptiness is loneliness. Loneliness is um, whatever, and God, or godliness, and God is empty, just like me. Right? Isn't that the song? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's next to godliness. <laughs> there's gods that you pop, okay? And you know what? There's there's other things that are similar to that. We have like a dust buster, you know, little little creature there, like a freaking vacuum, you know. And an aura butler, a butler. So I'm just guessing that they just picked that name because they're like something to clean, something to clean. Make it a little steam cleaner. The maintenance Ooh. crew of Sky. So yeah. we've got like the gardening, we've got the maintenance. You guys are onto something, mm -hmm. I think. What are, and like what are the dudes in the walls? Don't they have a name too? That's like something like shoot guardians. Uh, they just called guardians. Those grounds groundskeepers. There's some groundskeepers. Keepers. They're called groundskeepers yeah, right. as well. Mm-hmm. I just need a pool They're doing boy a horrible job. <laughs> There's moss everywhere. So we're, we're killing the help, is what you're saying. We're the reason Sky looks like we're, shit. We're fucking killing the help. Cool. All right. I get <laughs> it. They're trying to put it together. Get it. Okay. Why do they have those drops? It's Everybody their fault. keeps killing right, so Steam Clear and everything. So that we can kill their bosses. I get it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I get it. Mm -hmm. yep. So, Steam Cleaner, with such in-depth lore and conspiracy theories. Um... <laughs> It's fun, but it has, I think it's two entrances. It's Sirio and Suzaku Island, right? That you can enter for Steam Cleaner? Yes. I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Yes. It's Sirio and, yeah, Sirio and Suzaku. Well, you can act yeah. technically go in from Suzaku, Biako, Sirio, and Genbu. You can go in from all four. There's entrances on all four islands. Is it? I always yeah, just go to it... Sirio and Suzaku and hook down. Yeah, there are entrances on all four islands. So reference LTL's map that gives them a boner, and you can figure out where they spawn. I'm gonna post another <laughs> another map right here in the chat for us that is also helpful for finding him, finding it. I mean, it's a pot, so yeah. So steam cleaner. You go to one of the entrances. You go down into the bottom, and you'll find on each each side there are two detectors that roam around in the hallways. The easiest way to get this is you grab one, run into one of the empty rooms, and sleep it. While it slept, somehow, miraculously, it can still manage to summon... I think those are the guard ones named Guardian, right? Correct. I forget what it summons. Guardian's Pretty sure right. they're called Guardian. Yeah. Anyway, it'll either spawn a doll, called a Guardian, or Steam Cleaner. So you sit there and you hold it. it spawns a doll, kill the doll, wait for it to spawn the next one. Spawns a doll, kill the doll, wait for it to spawn the next one. I think it's five total. 
before you know it's just not steam cleaner and you just kill the detector grab the next one sit there sleep it hold it keep doing this eventually if it's in window which also has a two hour window with a one hour increment but it's not really increment it's like an hour that you can just sit there after that and do it and it'll spawn um <clears throat> it'll eventually spawn steam cleaner steam cleaner is incredibly easy there's not really any tactic to killing steam cleaner um melee mage burn it whatever steam cleaner drops a gem of the east which is the second part of this pop set it also drops a freya's tier indra katars hand to hand and a libation abjuration i don't know if those katars are worth a damn to be honest something about them i think they have like a, a certain damage type they're piercing i think are those the piercing hand to hand Indra, Katars, i know they cost zero dollars so i'll probably have a pair <laughs> uh, yeah but you're a loot whore you have like 59 out of 75 <laughs> relic pieces you're keeping time. track with me nice i got a fan by the way, one note for melee: um, turn off auto uh, auto attack yes. or auto target when you're killing the dolls because you, those dolls die easily. You'll kill the guardian, and then you'll be like, "All right, let's just wait for the next pop." And then the melee is just like, Shink, and it's dead. And you gotta, yeah. you're like, there goes the rest of those pops. The detectors but are incredibly squishy. Yeah, the dolls are called caretakers. By the way, caretakers. There we go. I don't what think they're guardian? the guardian. What the hell's called guardian? I don't think they're the piercing ones, but I think it's the lightning damage on them maybe that some monks might have them around for. I can't find anything saying if it's piercing or not. But, yeah, I've uh, never seen them drop in one of our monks being like, hell yeah, finally, I've been waiting for Maybe these. it is then. I don't know. I'm not I've never anything. seen that Freya's tier. They're kind of rare, and yeah. the only thing they're used for is a level 100 goldsmithing recipe. I've made exactly one of them to try to get a skill up, but it's a very expensive synth. Like, you gotta make, like, you know that jeweled collar that people use for their resistance sets? Yeah. Yeah, so that takes one of each gem, like emerald, diamond, sapphire, and stuff. So that's like 100 and something K to make. And then you need this Freya's tier and like a bunch of gold and platinum in order to make the Brizen Gaiman, which is, and the, and the Freya's tier. It's the only thing that that is used for. And um, like I said, I made one. It was just really expensive to do. It's not really selling in the auction house. So um, that's the only use for the item. Otherwise, you just NPC it. I think it NPCs for like 5K. Nice. Yeah. So once you've killed Mother Globe and Steam Cleaner, you now have a pop set for Siriu. Go ahead, Ayama. What's the lore on Siriu? Siriu, the Guardian of the East. So the Guardian of the East is a blue dragon, though sometimes it is said to be a green dragon or an azure dragon. To be more specific, it should be called the azure dragon. Azure is a mixture between blue and green. The blue dragon is connected with the direction east the season spring, the element wood, and the colors blue and green. It also represents the principle of yang. The guardian's Japanese name is Seiryu, Sei, blue, and Ryu, dragon. Its Chinese name is King Long, sometimes King Long or King Long, green slash blue plus dragon, and its Korean name is Kung Ryong. Uh, Siryu is depicted as a Chinese-style dragon serpentine. The Guardian of the East is said to be mighty and fearsome, but also just, just and benevolent, as well as support and maintain a country such as controlling uh, rain, a symbol of the Emperor's power. Traditionally, in Chinese, the dragon is an emblem of imperial power and authority, and as such, only the Emperor could have the dragon as a symbol adorning his robes. 
It is often paired with the Phoenix, the Guardian of the South, Suzaku, in both conflict and harmonious union when translated into the five Japanese elements, fire, earth, or sorry, fire, water, earth, wind, void. Siryu is assigned the element water. So he's a water dragon. That explains the blue dragon. Nice. Um, so you're going to take those two pop items that you got. You're going to go to Sirius Island. Again, reference LTL's boner map. Uh, uh, between uh, <laughs> ports eight and nine, uh, you'll notice. <laughs> <laughs> got about four glasses on the. Gotta push the glasses on. Okay, we need to clip that and make it a gif. Um, <laughs> so you're going to use this to swap Sirius to you as a large blue. Wyvern, not a dragon. It doesn't have front legs, but I'm a nerd. Um, think about it, idea. Calculate. All right. Um, Siryu is a monk. Siryu, in my opinion, isn't that bad. It's probably what next up from Gimbu, really. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really do anything too horrible. It does, however, hundred fists, and usually, once Siryu hundred fists, you would shadow bind it if you had a ranger. To wait out that hundred fist because it hits really freaking hard. But didn't we bind it last time because Dave wasn't around or tried yeah. to bind it? And, and bind doesn't stick very reliably. Shadow bind, not even with like sealing it. And right, yeah, elemental seal did not guarantee a bind on Sediu. Um But shadow bind is, I think, a hundred percent. Works every time. So I would recommend. Inviting a, mo- or a ranger to come fight Syria with you because it works really well. Um, once that wears off, it's pretty much a tank and spank. It's it's pretty easy. Um, I'm gonna have to like breathe in real deep to read this loot pool though. One hundred percent drop rate on a seal of Syria, which you'll find out what that's for later. One hundred percent drop rate on an east wind. A zero point three percent angel skin. I didn't even know that dropped from Syria. Um, Damascene cloth, divine log. Dragon Blood, Dragon Heart, Dragon Meat, Dragon Talon, Marlboro Fiber, Ox Blood. And that about sums up all the crafting items. And then we have the Abjurations. A Legs, D Head, M Head, and W Hands. Which are all pretty nice. W Hands are real nice if you're a what, LTL? Ranger! There you go. I mean, they also could be used by Red Mage, Dark Knight. Well, I want them. (laughs) The W hands could be used by Red Mage, yeah, and Dark Knight because they have the Dark Magic skill plus ten. Done. It also drops Sirius Cote and Sirius Sword. If you want to look like you have a riddle, but you don't have a riddle, Sirius Sword looks exactly like a riddle. You could put the riddle in one (laughs) hand and the Sirius Sword in another hand and have two. Yeah. Yeah. Who Who would be able to do that? Somebody sword that. weapon <laughs> skills aren't very good. <laughs> They're not. Um, and it can drop between fifteen hundred and twenty eight k. But yeah, once you have that, you get the uh, seal of Siryu, and then I guess we're done with Siryu. Like I said, it's an easy fight. It's tank and spank too. I think another thing worth mentioning is that um, <clears throat> in the loot pools, each one of them will drop a wind or a zephyr. Um, and what those are mm. used for, typically they're not used, but what they are used for is each of these gods starts with an effect. 
um, something that's like inherently on them. And the way to get rid of that is to throw the Zephyr or the wind at the god. If you're looking at my boner map, um, you'll notice that like Genbu and Suzaku are like across from each other, and Biako and Seiryu are across from each other. And if I'm not mistaken, those are that's like the way that you can tell whose uh, Zephyr or wind does it against the other. You guys can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but I believe that like for Genbu, if you use Genbu's Zephyr or whatever against Suzaku, it takes off Suzy's um, effect. If you use Suzy's on Genbu, it takes off his. The only one that really matters um, and the one that people would actually care about is the one that's on Biako. Uh, haven't gotten there yet, but I think it's said to use and you throw the it's an Arctic wind or an Antarctic wind or something at Biako. Uh, you need to have somebody with throwing high enough, so a ninja or um, I think one of the tricks is to have a thief uh, perfect dodge, correct, and then throw it at Biako because it's got it adds like nine 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 like throwing or so or ranged or something. Yeah, I can actually um, can I just say something to that real yeah. quick because uh, yeah. uh you can actually so um i've been told like that thief's perfect dodge like caps your accuracy on the server and not only is that true it, you can actually if you check param yourself slash check param you'll see when you have perfect dodge on you've got like <laughs> you've got like 1300 or something accuracy on both ranged accuracy and regular accuracy so it it actually boosts you by 999 um so yeah it allows you to very easily land anything in the game which is insane. Um, so yeah, so I don't want to take up too much time because I know we're talking about other stuff, but those winds and zephyrs that drop from each of the gods, um, they do have a use, and it's limited to debuffing the opposite god from them. Um, and like I said, the only one that people really care about is the Biako one. Again, it's not essential to use it on Biako, but it does make a time with Biako. If, if you find yourself having a hard time fighting Biako, um, using that against him, uh, at the start, very, very start of the fight is tends to be pretty helpful for people struggling with that fight. Great shout the out, item. LTL. The item is the East Wind. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, and now we are on to uh, the next god set here, go, leading up to Su uh, Suzaku, but we're going to have to start with Faust. Ayame, what is the lore on Faust? I don't know why this is so unnecessarily long, but it is because I guess he's associated with like the devil or something. But this is from the Clopedia. Faust is a character from early modern European literature. Faust has become the archetype for people who make a pact with the devil to gain something, usually knowledge or power. Faust first appeared in literature in Historia von D. Iohan Faustin by Anonymous in 1587, apparently based off of real German alchemist Dr. Johann George Faust, who lived in 1480 to 1540, a notorious figure. One account tells of him in prison offering to show the chaplain how to remove facial hair without a razor using wine laced with arsenic, which, which stripped not only the hair, but the skin as well. Contemporaries of Dr. Faust, like Martin Luther, wrote of their belief that he had made a deal with the devil. This inspired Christopher Marlowe to write the tragic history of Dr. Faustus, first decade of the 1600s. This, in turn, inspired Faust, part one, from 1808 by Johann Wolfgang von 
Goth, Goth? Uh, I don't know how to say that. The basic story is an alchemist named Faust who has no real skills in his profession uh, summons the devil in the form of Mephistopheles. Yeah, Mephistopheles or Mephisto, which makes a deal with him where he will serve Faust for a certain period of time, offering him supernatural knowledge and material items, but will cost Faust his soul. The story symbolizes how pride, vanity, and swindling will invariably doom the, a person. The objective, uh, the ob adjective, excuse me, Faustian has entered the English language as an act involving hubris or arrogance, which will doom a person. It should be noted that there was a very similar tale in Poland, only the figure was named Pan Twardowski. Somebody who's making okay. a pact with the devil. Yeah, and I, mean, because I was watching a friend stream Midnight Suns earlier today, and the evil doctor that's working for Hydra in that game is named Doctor Faustus. Yeah, so there's there's like a historical mm -hmm. precedent to all this, um, and Faust mm -hmm. is a pain in the ass. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, I mean, I guess it depends on how many people you have, but um, one red mage. Also, one red mage can solo it. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe just through binding and kiting and nuking because he stops the whirlwind. So as long as you're like at a good enough distance, he'll like he'll you'll outrange his whirlwind every time. So but uh, yeah, as a melee, um, you know, you got to watch out um, now getting to Faust. I believe there's a point when you're like going to um, like the uh, all uh, Oya and all that, where you split off and go to Faust, is that correct, LTL? Um, no, it's actually um, Uli. So you go on Genbu Island, behind, like instead of going down to Genbu, you go behind the stairs, mm -hmm, and you yeah. take that path to Faust. It's either Faust or Ulukumi. Okay, it's oh, it, instead of going to Uli, gotcha. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So basically, he there's this one room with a pincer in it, and he always spawns like dead center of that room. And I remember back in retail, like I remember like he would like basically stare down this hallway, and you'd play this game of like, can I see Faust? Is he down there, or will he see me first and come and kill me? I haven't really had that kind of thing here, maybe because he's just like on farm. But uh, Faust is also in that same uh, respawn bracket that uh, Cal was talking about, where it's like. When it dies, there's a two-hour period where it will not spawn, and then there's a one-hour period where it will, and it's ten-minute windows within that that third hour. Um, and essentially, it's exactly what I described. He um, he just walks around typhooning over and over and over again. Uh, but once you get the claim and get the kill, you will get a summer stone. The other item that it drops, I actually had to look this up because I, I either have never paid attention to it um, or never maybe you never even seen it but there's a pole arm called the tanbo giri it's uh <laughs> agility plus three enmity plus three and versus vermin it has three percent more crit rate that's the one that has like the spike with the curve at the yes yeah um it's pretty the the icon is pretty cool looking so might be a good lock style weapon uh, but he drops the summer stone uh, which is part of spawning suzaku who we will go to find out is you know, based on fire. So, uh, yeah. So the other NM you want to kill along with that is 
Uh, Brigandish Blade. Do we have any lore? He doesn't have lore listed, so we could just look at the meaning, but there is some lore associated with something. So brigand means one who lives by plunder, usually as a member of a band, like a bandit. And, you know, in order to kill him, this is some, like, spoilery stuff for what Quesh is going to say later, but he needs to be hit by a buccaneer's knife, which can be stolen from him to remove his immunity effect. And what is a buccaneer? It's uh, any of the freebooters preying on Spanish ship settlements, especially in the 17th century in the West Indies, or a pirate, okay? So he needs to be stolen from by thief, mm. bandit, pirate. Also All kind of like the same thing, right? which is typically yes. associated with pirates. Yeah. Yes, there is lore for the Kurtana because you need Ooh, that there we go. for him. <laughs> um, where is it? In European folklore, Kurtana was the sword of Edward the Confessor, king of the Anglo Saxon England from uh, 1042 to 1066 AD, and second to the last Anglo Saxon ruler before the Normans invaded and took over in 1066 AD. The ceremonial uh, sorry, ceremonial sword is used at the coronation of the British monarchs. The sword has a dull edge and is said to be an emblem of mercy. It is said to be forged using the same steel and temper as Durandal and Joyeuse. Cortana, spelled with an O in this instance, was also, according to legend, the sword of Ogier the Dane. It bore the inscription, my name is Cortana, of the same still and temper of Joyeuse and Durandal. So, it's related okay. to those two. I love the, it's dull, so it's a sign of mercy. It's mm -hmm. not meant to kill. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I also got the sense that it was something that was well regarded or, or possibly even valuable, which it kind of makes sense. You kind of pull Brigandish Blade out from his hiding because he, he sees something he likes. Um, so the Kratana is found in there's side rooms on uh, Suzaku Island and Siryu Island. Mm -hmm. And um, you basically go into those side rooms and there's a bunch of doors and you want to find a question mark. And when you find that, it'll give it'll put a Kratana into your inventory. You then take that to Brigandish Blade's spawn, trade it to the question mark, and then you'll fight. Um, there's really not many mechanics to talk about. It's just basically a, um, a weapon type mob. But it does have end terror that it hits you with and terrors you for like three to five seconds, um, which is kind of annoying. So you basically just tank it with shadows. Now, the one main mechanic is that uh, its final hit points cannot be um, taken out except with a buccaneer's knife, which is something that's stolen from Brigandish Blade. Um, now, I have a, a story. Did, did you have something you want to say, DA? Question. Is it the final hit points or it has to be hit with that item, uh, with that sword? Last hit points cannot be removed really? without it killing it with that. Yeah. Okay. We we had a little discussion about that the other day. So we thought it was at any point you dealt damage with it that you could kill him. He'll he, no. he won't take damage at his like last percent without that. No, because Soren has the one for us that we usually use up there, and I got him down to like I think it's like five or ten percent. This health stopped moving until Soren stabbed it. Oh, Soren stabbed it at the beginning. Yeah, he was there. Okay, gotcha. Cool, thank you. Thank you for the clarification. Um. So, yeah, so I had a time where I don't know if I was bugged, but I had to steal from this guy eight times, and it still didn't give me the knife. Uh, and I checked my inventories. I checked the website, which can also check your inventories. I did not have the knife, and I didn't get it. So somebody else had to come out and steal from him and kill him uh, the one day we did that. 
Mind you, Steel's on a five-minute recast, so just to let you know how long we spent just staring at this stupid weapon mob. Um, but, uh, yeah, somebody, you know, basically that's what you do. You pop him with a Cortana, you you kill him and get the, uh, you can get the Gem of the South, which is the second item. This doesn't have any, like, unique drops to it. But it does have an interesting mechanic in that room. So in the room where you fight, there's a pillar that is another set of question marks. If you trade your Buccaneer's Knife, you have a very high chance for it to do nothing, but you have a small percent chance for that Buccaneer's Knife to transfer to transform into the Bartholomew's Knife, which is the only knife in the game with steel on it, uh, steel plus on it. So it's steel plus two. Um, wow. And, yeah, an additional effect water damage. If you trade it um, and it does not, become Bartholomew's knife, that trade that that Buccaneer's knife can never be traded to that like again. A flagged with that item now. Yes. Ooh, like it's okay, cool. That item is now flagged as had had been traded and, and did not result. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um it also a, has water damage on it. it. I have a I have a funny story for Brigadish Burley, just because you know how easy it is to kill, right? Yeah. So we ran down there and some people were trying to low man it. And I think there's like four of them. And we ran down, and you know that room is full of other weapon-type mobs. Yep. Well, they didn't kill any of them, and they saw us running down to start popping. So they spawned Brigadish Blade with a whole bunch of other weapons in the room still. And so when they spawned it and started fighting it, they aggroed, like, all six of the other weapons in the room. And had no one to sleep them, so they just got the crap beat out of them. <laughs> and just died. Why? Like, why panic? Okay. It's not like you're gonna steal the question mark for like. No, play, no. play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> we would have just chilled, let them pop theirs, and then they could have left, and we would have started popping ours. But nope, they freaked out and popped it, and they just got destroyed. Yes. All right, and on to hey. Suzaku. There was lore though for that that knife you just oh, brought. Oh, for up, real, by Bartholomew's knife. Okay, go yeah. ahead. It says Bartholomew Roberts is one of the most well-known pirates in history, was also the most successful one by number of ships captured. This would account for the steel plus two uh, attribute, and being a pirate on the high seas would account for the water damage and resistance. He was also known as Black Bart. Black Bart? <laughs> Bart, yeah, I don't like know. Simpson? Like Bartholomew? Like Bartholomew. Bartholomew, yeah. Oh. It's, it's like his Black nickname. Bart, isn't that the name of the, the imaginary guy that Ralphie fights with the fucking Red Rider BB gun in A Christmas Story? Black Bart. I guarantee we're not, it's we're not that old. You've never seen A Christmas Story before? I'm, I'm just fucking with you, dude. Jesus TV Christ, calm down. Look at your map. Calm down. Look at your map. I haven't watched it, though. That doesn't I haven't watched you. anything. Things you haven't seen is you could write a book about the things you mm. haven't seen and it would be huge yeah <laughs> let's move to are we oh, moving to suzaku yes we're on to suzaku now big chicken big chicken hmm. you want his lore yes please big chicken the guardian of the south is the red bird or the red phoenix the Red Phoenix is connected with the direction south, the season summer, the element fire, and the color red. The Guardian's Japanese name is Suzaku, sometimes Sujaku. Its Chinese name is Zuke, uh, so Zuke Vermilion and Rue Sparrow. And its Korean name is Jujok. It is noted its name more, or it should be noted its name more accurately translates to Vermilion, uh, red, orange color. Sparrow, which is a small songbird, 
though it could be considered metaphorically as a term for any singing bird, which it seems this seems to be the case, the red phoenix is portrayed with a radiant, multicolored plumage of feathers and an enchanting, captivating song. It supposedly only appears in times of good fortune and prosperity. The symbolism of the red phoenix in China and Japan seem to be merged with the with or identical to that of the mythological Chinese phoenix, Feng Kuang, or, or the Ho'o. In Chinese, it was considered an emblem of beauty and as such was often sewn only onto the robes of the empress. It is often paired with the blue dragon, the guardian of the east, Siryu, uh, in both conflict and harmonious union. When translated into the five Japanese elements, fire, water, earth, wind, void, Suzaku is assigned the element fire. fire. All right. Yes, the firebird who does chain spell for its two hour and proceeds to nuke you with, uh, let's see, Fire 4, Faraga 3, Flare. Um, yeah, basically it's it's another kind of tank and spank fight, um, except for when it does Chain Spell, and then you'd want to, like, Shadow Bind. Um, I'm not sure if Regular Bind lands on it. Um, you can. Okay. Silence can as well. Yeah, you can silence Sil it You can silence it. I'm such a, I play it's so much extremely melee. extremely resistant. Extremely resistant, but not immune. <laughs> we have gotten it to silence. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty straightforward fight. It has, it does have additional effect fire damage unless you dispel that, and uh, it can be very dangerous if it's chain spells Faragat. Like, so I've noticed that we we just basically straight straight tank it most of the time now. But I think our paladins have like fire resistance sets um, because of like Tiamat and stuff like that. But like if it decides to chain spell like and Faraga three right off the rip, it could just like wipe a lot of people. But it's pretty easy to recover because everybody starts getting out of dodge when it starts um taking people out and then you just regroup and kill it. But um yeah. It's it's a very weak, uh very weak like it takes a lot of damage. Um but in terms of drops, you get a seal of Suzaku, which will be coming up later on. The Antarctic wind drops here, but it also has a couple money drops, D cloth, O ingot. Um. Uh. Well, no, that's, those are kind of cheap. D cloth, shining cloth, V claw. Um. Its weapon is the Suzaku scythe, which is uh, not really used that much. Um. But it's basically a fire damage scythe. Uh. But the Sune Ate are pretty useful. Um. They have fifty fire resist and mind plus fifteen. So I know some various like uh. I know like holy bolts are like based on mind. Um, not the greatest. We'll get to the great. We'll get probably to the greatest uh, item from the gods in general um, with Byaku. But for now, um, Suzaku Sunate. Yep, fire resist, and then um, some various abjurations. I think the most coveted item from this mob is probably N feet. Um, Neptunal abjuration feet. It's the melee dex strength um, foot slot. So um, and like lots of people need it. It's like dragoon, thief, warrior, beastmaster. It's just like like everybody needs one. So. There's never enough. Yeah, that, oh, the 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 drop rate on infeed is awful. There's never enough. Mm -hmm. No, I bet we've killed. How many of you guys think we've killed? Twenty, twenty-five, forty, or maybe 50. more. Yeah, more than yeah. more than that. I've seen three. Holy crap! Yeah, the Horizon Wiki has it at three percent, which is insane. Mm. Uh, well, pff, weird. Okay. You said it drops a D-Cloth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that needed for crafting the Vermilion Cloak, which is part of its name? 
or like a part of its yeah. lore? It is. Awesome. It is. I heard you say that. I was like, I recognize that name. I don't know that cloak, but so I started looking at the drops and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yep. So that is Suzaku. All right. So we're going to now move on to the most exciting, um, at least the uh, most exciting drops from a god, uh, the next god. Uh, that's Biako. But we're going to talk about how to get there first. What is the roadmap to Biako, LTL? Let me tell you. So you have to kill two. Uh, you know, pre-pops pre before you get to the god, just like the, uh, everything else. First one uh, we'll talk about is Ulakumi. Ulikumi. I don't know how exactly people pronounce it. Ulakumi, I believe, is, is how you pronounce it. It's how I'll pronounce it. But before we move on to any of that stuff, Ayame, you got anything for Uli? Yes. So yes. this is from the, the Clopedia. It says, in Hurrian... Anatolian mythology, the Hurrians were a people who resided in the northern in northern Mesopotamia, roughly where modern Turkey, Syria, and Iraq have their borders have their borders meet. Uli Kumi was a giant stone monster which grew so rapidly and so large it towered from the shoulders of Upeluri, a dreaming god who, like the Greek Titan Atlas, is holding up the heavens. Uh, so he towered to the heavens. From the heavens? Something like that. Ulikumi posed a threat to the gods who dwelt in the heavens, but none of them could harm it. The gods considered abandoning their dwelling, but Ia, Ia, it's Ea, noticed where Ulikumi's feet were positioned. Ulikumi's feet were cut off with a copper saw by the god Ia, causing the giant to topple and be destroyed. Ulikumi was specifically made out of volcanic rock. Ulikumi was created by Kumarbi, a god who sired all other gods and who once ruled, but who was disposed by the storm god Teshub, one of his sons. To get revenge on Teshub and the other gods, Uli oh, to get revenge, uh, Ulikumi was said to be 9,000 leagues tall. That's 27,000 miles or 45,000 kilometers. For reference, the diameter of Earth is 12,756 kilometers, and the diameter of Neptune is 49,528 kilometers. So he's humongous. He's made out of volcanic rock. Look at his feet next time. Well, it's interesting um, that they say that he was formed of lava because one of the things that you need to pop him with is diorite. And do you have any story behind that? Or because I just looked it up real quick. Um, I can, I can yeah. read that. Here we go. It says diorite is a black or blue gray igneous rock with a greenish tint and salt and pepper appearance composed of class biotite, hornblende, and pyrocene. Sorry. <laughs> it is usually found in granite or gabbro intrusions, often in volcanic arcs or areas with cordilleran mountain building going on. It can be found worldwide, but it is relatively uncommon. Diorite is a very hard rock, which makes it difficult to carve. Igneous yeah, the one means uh, yeah, the from lava. Right, yeah, because the one that I said is, uh, one that I found says, um, it's an intrusive igneous rock formed by the slow cooling underground of magma, molten rock. Mm. 
um, that has a moderate content of silica and a relatively low content of alkali metals. So mm. I just, I just, like, I wasn't going to mention the diorite because I didn't, I, mean, I, figured, I knew it was just a rock, but when you were talking mm. about how he was created from lava, um, I found that really interesting that they named the diorite, like the thing that was made from lava as well. So I thought that was a pretty cool little parallel. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of diorite, that's the thing that you need to pop ulukumi, um, or, yeah. And where you get that from is there's two places where you can farm diorite. One of them is in the Celestial Nexus, um, which you can get to uh, going through the center of sky on the map. Check it out. I, I, I prod you to check the map. Um, and you kill aura statues there. Um, and, or you can also go to this place where Ulakumi spawn, where you can spawn him. It's a big round room. There's barely enough for one group to camp. If you have a group that's killing them really quickly, they'll die really quickly, and there's a lot of downtime between their respawns. Diorite itself um, has a 1% spawn rate, I believe, or is it 2? Mm. They supposedly moved it to 2%. I don't know if that's true, but it seems like... So from our personal experience, if you'll hearken to earlier in the podcast, we were talking about breaking um, Sith Subduer. We were up there doing it on these aura statues, um, and we had two different thieves come out throughout the course of what four hours out there? Four, it was like four mm. hours or something. Um, and in those four hours, we killed every single aura statue that popped in those four hours. And in those four hours, we got two, two diamonds. Um, so it's a really, really, really low, abysmally low drop rate. Um, but when you do get one, you can use that to trade to the question marks in the Ulikumi room, Ulikumi room. And he spawns. So let's talk about the fight for Ulukumi. Um, what a lot of people tend to do for this fight is they'll drag him to the north into a room where there's a teleporter and they'll kite him around the teleporter. Um, if there's nobody else in there and you're killing everything else anyways, um, you can just straight tank him. It doesn't really matter. He's not like super tough. He's about Zapakna levels of tough from what we were talking about earlier. Um, <clears throat> does heavy strike. Um, it's single target physical, absorbed by one shadow. Um, he has an AO, like the typical AOE stuff that um, a normal statue will do. He's not particularly difficult. Um, you know, if you have a group that can handle statues, you have a group that can pretty much handle Uli. He's just a bigger, dumber, um, slower version of the statues that are already there. Uh, when you kill him, however, uh, you are granted an Autumn Stone. Uh, which we will talk about shortly, what the Autumn Stone does. Um, and you can also get the Oblation Abjuration, which we've spoken about, and something called the Ulf, Ulfadin, I believe it's pronounced Ulfadin Axe, which is a great axe, can be used by Warrior, Dark Knight, and Runefencer, lol. Um, it has the uh, damage of 91, delay of 504, store TP plus one, um, don't know if it's a good axe or not. I'm, a, I'm guessing it's probably not comparatively to the other things that you can have. Um, but it also has the additional effect versus hounds, which is super useful, um, of ice damage. Uh, so when you, when you find yourself fighting some hounds, like if you're in the LDM Necropolis or something for some reason, and you find yourself <laughs> fighting some hounds, make sure to pull out your Ulhedin axe as a warrior, dark knight, or rune fencer of level 72 and have at those dirty hounds. Um, after Ulakumi, um, you're going to want to kill something called Despot. 
Now, you'll remember, harken back again with me, won't you? Uh, to the beginning of the video when I was gushing over this map, one of the first places that I talked about is the hallway that you'll run through where despots are. Well, in that hallway, in recessed areas in the wall, are groundskeepers, statues. Um, they will aggro to magic. They will also aggro if you get too close to them. Um, they will also aggro if you shoot them with a crossbow bolt um, or Dia or Carbuncle Meteor. Um, they will aggro. So point is, is that those are the only ones that will give you what you're looking for here. Um, the ones that pat or patrol in the middle um, will not potentially do the thing that we're going to talk about next, which is Despot is a lottery spawn from the groundskeepers that are in the recessed parts of the walls. Now, he's on a very similar uh, pop schedule to the ones that we were talking about before. After death, there's a two-hour window where he will not spawn. And then at that two-hour point from his time of death, we'll open 10-minute windows up until an hour, uh, you know, we reach the three-hour mark from his death where he will be forced to spawn. But because he's a lottery pop, will he be forced to spawn? That's not guaranteed, and I don't know that we know the answer to that yet because the way it works is you kill those uh, things, the groundskeepers in the wall. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I had to get there. You're good. Old man, old man brain. Um, I got, uh, you kill those things over and over and over again, and then what happens is um, when the body despawns and the nameplate disappears of the groundskeeper that you've just killed, it has a chance to spawn Despot. And Despot is another statue who, you know, doesn't really do anything special, uh, more special than the normal statues do. He's just bigger, tougher, has more HP. But I'm going to give you guys a little tip. So this is something that's common knowledge to a lot of people who farm Sky, but maybe you're new. Maybe you've never farmed Sky or killed Despot. Uh, something that you need to be aware of is that when you're in that desperate frenzy of killing all of these groundskeepers that are in that area and you're trying to get Despot to pop, the person who put the killing blow on the previous groundskeeper needs to not engage the next groundskeeper that you guys are fighting until the previous groundskeeper's nameplate disappears. Why, LTL? Why would, I, why would they do that? We need that DPS. Well, Despot will spawn claimed provided that the person who landed the killing blow on the groundskeeper is not engaged on another mob. If you are, however, engaged on another mob, Despot will spawn white. And as we all know, you can free claim Despot if it's white because in on this server, it's up for grabs. If it's yellow, it's mellow. You know what I mean? You can grab it. So make sure that whoever it is in your party that lands the killing blow on any groundskeeper when you're trying to pop Despot is not uh, aggroing or getting claim on a different mob because it will spawn white on somebody else. Um, when you kill Despot, um, you will get a gem of the West. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to ask about lore for Despot, but we'll get through this and then we'll do the lore. I apologize. Um, the Oblation Abjuration um, and also has a small chance to drop something called the Scarecrow Scythe, um, which is a warrior, Dark Knight, and Beastmaster. Um, I know that I've seen some Beastmasters asking for this. I don't know if that's because it's good um, or if it's just because it's level 75 and it's a decent scythe to have. Um, but it does have damage of 86, delay of 480, double attack plus 1%, and additional effect versus birds of bind. Now there's birds in sky, at least. No, there are. There are birds All in right. sky, but like, like I mean, if you're attacking, if you're like attacking something and like you bind it, I guess like you 
you know, disengage and run away. Like, that's <laughs> really strange to me. I don't know. I, I have no, I got nothing for that one. Um, but yeah, if you want that, go ahead. It's there. It drops from Despot. I've seen it quite a few times. It seems to be a decent drop rate. Um, but again, like I mentioned, my apologies. I went straight into Despot stuff without asking for the lore. So what's the lore behind Despot? Is there any? There's just some historical background. It says despotism is a form of government by a single authority, either an individual or a tightly knit group, which rules with absolute political power. In its classical form, a despotism is a state where one single person, called a des despot, wields all the power and authority and everyone else is considered his slave. This form of despotism was the first known form of statehood and civilization. The pharaoh of Egypt is exemplary of the of the classical despot. So those could be like two rows of guards when you enter Sky, and he's like the general of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but side note for despot: the regular groundskeepers that you fight to spawn despot do use meltdown. True, and it mm -hmm. will wipe your alliance. If it is not stunned or weapon bashed or shield bashed or whatever, right, unless you're Anderson. Galka, then you stand there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. David that Anderson. Happens, David that. Anderson. Oh yeah, I I got <laughs> uh, I got some um, wonderful LTL balls in my face one day because of that. <laughs> Just the itty bittiest of balls. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they, were, they, were, they were dip dip, and then he looked at his map. <laughs> Ray Despot does not use meltdown. So you don't have to worry about meltdown with this, but he does, however, spam his TP moves. So if you're melee and you get hit, you're probably gonna die. Have fun. Oh yeah, when we like blast you in the face, mm -hmm. like Blitzkrieg or whatever it is yeah. they all use, or didn't that add slow too Panzer... or something? Panzerfaust. That's what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Does it add slow? I don't know. It, slower gravity. Right. I thought it did something. I think there's um, a slow of some sort. The Blitzkrieg one, I think, is a Berserk, isn't it? Yeah. And one of them slows, for sure. <clears throat> All right, so then once you have your Autumn Stone and your Gem of the West, you're ready to kill the best of all of the gods. But let's refer back to the map real quickly, shall we? God uh, fucking damn. Where, where Exhibit A. Exhibit A will show you very clearly where it's extremely easy to get to every other god. Biako, on the other hand, has a very convoluted way that you can get to him. Because whereas normally you can just walk down the stairs and teleport up to whatever like mini god you want to kill, with Biako, for some reason, in, on his stairs, there's a broken pillar or a column or something, and you just can't do it. So you have to go over to Genbu Island and follow a similar path that you would follow when you're on your way to Faust Ulakumi. However, where... Um, the route to Uli and Faust goes to the east, you're going to need to go to the west, go through several doors. It looks like you need to go through two yellow and two blue. Uh, the worst part about getting through the first yellow is that there are no pincer stones between you and the entrance to that place to open the yellow. You either have to rely on the kindness of others or have the foresight to send somebody off to somewhere where they can open it for you in a different part of the zone. However, once you get through all of that, the purple line that you'll notice on the map <clears throat> to the north part there, you'll get to the Biako Island. And once you're up on Biako Island, you're going to trade your uh, Autumn Stone and your Gem of the West, and you'll pop Biako. Biako is a tiger, and he's awesome. 
and I'm going to send it over to, to Ayame for the lower portion of this one. Byako, the guardian of the West, is the White Tiger. The White Tiger is connected with the direction of West and the season Autumn, the element Metal, and the color White. The guardian's Japanese name is Byako, its Chinese name is Baihu, and its Korean name is Baiko. Baiko, yeah. According to Chinese folklore, the emperor is buried with metal in his grave, which three days afterward was supposed to assume the form of a white tiger, which crouched over the grave as if to protect it. Traditionally, the white tiger was seen as a protector and defender, not to mention the king of animals and lord of the mountains. It is associated with fighting enemies of the kingdom for the living and slaughtering demons threatening the graves and uh, spirits of the dead. In China, it was considered an emblem of the generals of the military. They often wore a tiger made from white jade. When translated into the five Japanese elements, fire, water, earth, wind, void, Byoko is assigned the element wind. Or crouching tiger and immediately was like, oh. Crouching tiger, windy tiger. Um, so, <laughs> Byako is fun. As I previously mentioned, um, if you use the whatever um, rowing wind. thing, the east wind, thank you. If you use the east wind on Byako, it removes his paralyzed attack. What does he have? Like And damage. It's just huge. And damage, It's just yeah. like hundreds of damage. It's something crazy. So it's a good it's a good idea to use it against him. He likes to open with a triple attack, um, as we found. That's like a big thing. So getting him stunned as soon as he spawns is is a not a terrible idea. Um <clears throat> he loves to paralyze. He uses paralyzga in some form or another with his giant swipey swipe. Um he likes to paralyze everybody in the in the path, which is a giant pain in the ass. Um his two hour is perfect dodge, which is just great. Um, because nobody can fucking hit him except for mages, and then <laughs> mages pull aggro, and then they get swipey-swiped, and they die. It's just, it's fucking fantastic. Um, and he's fast as hell. Um, so he's definitely the most difficult of the lesser gods. Um, definitely, definitely difficult, definitely rewarding to kill him, though, because, in, you know, unlike the others, he drops, like, really, really, really sought-after and useful stuff. Um, first of all, the Seal of Biako, which we're very close to finding out what these seals do um, <clears throat> with 100%. He drops a Zephyr with 100%, which you can use against his counter god to lessen their abilities. <clears throat> he can also drop Beetle Blood, which isn't worth a lot. Behemoth Hides, which are pretty expensive and pretty fantastic. Uh, Damascus Ingots, Divine Logs, Ox Blood, Malboro Fiber. Uh, those are the crafting materials, which are uh, all, well, for the most part, Pretty valuable. You can sell them for quite a bit of money. Um, he also drops the um, <clears throat> Aquarian Abjuration Head for the Zenith Crown, the Dryadic Abjuration Legs for the um, Shura Hayadate, which are, I think, really good for Monk. Um, I think? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I remember having them on my Samurai on retail because I didn't get Hayadate. Um, did Samurai even have that? Um, I don't know, but I know that the... Uh, Sure, hi, Dante, they can. Um, the Earthen Abjuration Feet, um, and then the Neptunal Abjuration Hands, which are also really good for a lot of beast classes. Uh, the other really cool things that he drops are the Biako's Axe, 
um, which, if I'm not mistaken, is a really good axe for a warrior until they reach a certain level uh, of gear. They can get uh, better axes uh, than that, but that's a really good entry level uh, free, as DA would like to have you know. I still um, use it. <clears throat> I'm not surprised. Um, it's, no, it's, it's, uh, it's really good. That's yeah, no, like it's, it's a great axe. Best. Yeah. yeah. Great for free. It's right. like what? Bravura, <laughs> Marshall Booge, Biakos? And Biakos. And the other thing that he can drop is one of the most sought after pieces in all of Final Fantasy XI. And Horizon has decided to make it an exceptionally low drop rate uh, is the Biakos High Date. They look really fucking cool. I love the way those things look. Um, but what those do are we'll not talk about the defense because who cares, but their dexterity plus 15. Um, Less exciting to an extent is the plus 50 uh, lightning resistance, which who cares, but the important part is the haste plus 5% on a leg slot. Um, those are the best in slot pants, I believe, that you can get for certain jobs. The ones who can wear it are Warrior Monk, Beastmaster, Bard, Ranger, Samurai, and Ninja. Um, they are fantastic pants that everybody seems to want, um, and they're absolutely amazing. Everybody loves them. So that's Biako in a nutshell. I think we've only got one left. Yeah, we do have one left. The one that you use all of the seals for that you've been gathering this whole time from all of the other gods. Who could it be? It's Kieran. Drug oh. roll. Kieran, yes. Oh, it's Kieran. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's who it is. she placed down the road? It's a golden horse? <laughs> could be. Could be a delicious beer. You get to him really easily, too. You go down the little despot path. Make a little left, go through through the little uh, palace through there, and just follow that. Is that brown on your map? Your favorite uh, map? My favorite map has it as the, it's like a maroon color, actually. It's more of like a crimson or maroon than it is brown. Jesus color blind as Sith. It looks like dookie brown to me, but okay. <laughs> okay, then, to get to Kieran, just follow the doo-doo, the bloody doo-doo brown. Get in the comments of what color this is. If it's duty brown, let us know. Shout out to that guy who's watching the last episode and taking a dump. Shout out to you. <laughs> I'm going to read the lore part first for Kirin. So it says, in Chinese folklore, the Kilin, or Kirin, is a mythological animal with the body of a deer, or head of a deer slash dragon. Chinese mythology shows it more as a dragon's head. Japanese mythology shows it more as a deer's head, an ox's tail, a horse's hooves, a body covered in fish scales, and a single horn on its forehead. It is usually shown with a flaming or radiant aura. It was described as an herbivore and could walk over grass without disturbing it, as well as walk on water. Legend states the Keelan uh, only appears at the birth or death of a great wise person. The Keelan lives in paradise for the rest of the time. It can live to be a thousand or more years old and is considered the embodiment of everything that is good and pure. In, in Japan, the Kirin, or, the Kirin was an animal god who punished evildoers and the wicked with its horn and protected the just and good, granting them good luck. To see a Kirin was considered the most auspicious of omens, the best luck possible. In Japanese, Kirin has become the word for unicorn and giraffe. It is believed the Keelan is a distorted report of a giraffe. 
uh, with it being reported by Zhang Ray, noted Chin Chinese explorer who ex who explored Eastern Africa in the early 1400s CE. The Keelan was not in the mythology until this point in time. The, but, so uh, we talked about it earlier about being the baddies and going up there and fucking up somebody's house and the groundskeepers and the dust bunnies and then we're we're the are we the baddies? This is we're like gonna go gentle, kill the most pure thing. Yeah, yeah. This horse like doesn't disturb grass. It's just like he walks on water. That's and how only like, appears at the death of a wise person. So us killing mm. the the lower gods has caused Kieran to stir. We're the baddies. Because we've killed wise hey. people. Yeah. Have you guys watched Princess Mononoke? I actually haven't. It's on my list of there things might, to watch one day. There <laughs> might be something really, really similar, if not the Kieran in there. Just saying. Very interesting. I like the little guys whose heads click. Oh, yeah. What are they called again? <laughs> but you spawn him by going down that poo-poo-colored road on the uh, sky map. And then you just trade those four seals to some question marks in that room and you pop them. And what does he do? He's got all kinds of moves. Usually, so how we usually do it, we, you could do, you could fight him like two different ways. Okay. You could do like a melee zerg, which we've done before and have like an outside party of black mages just blast the shit out of the ads because what are the ads? There's going to be ads. Okay, guys. Guess what happens? He calls for reinforcements. Who are his reinforcements? It's the four cardinal signs <laughs> that you just fought, but they're they're lesser babier versions and less uh, violent, and they don't have that much HP. It's fine, okay? It's chill. But we've had like the black mages just blast them, kill them pretty easily with like a tank, or and just zerg down freaking Kieran with like melee, or. You could have a melee party to zerg him down on the outside and have the black mages fucking magic burst and kill him like super quick. I'm just gonna say, I was very proud of our last Kieran fights. We got it down to 14 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Was it 14 minutes? Yeah, 14 minutes to kill him. Very proud. <laughs> what we usually but. did was whenever an ad popped, we'd have an outside person pull the ad because it doesn't uh, pop claimed. They'd pull it mm -hmm. and then call for help on it, and then mm -hmm. anybody and everybody could just light too. the hell up. We do that also a third strategy where you kite Kieran until he summons all the ads mm -hmm. and kill them off as he's summoning them, and then you stop and start fighting him once all the odds are dead. Yeah. Doesn't he, when you spawn him, doesn't he start casting something immediately? I feel like I always have to silence him as soon as he spawns. Damn. He just likes casting. I'm yeah. not sure if it's on spawn. Like as soon as he's if he's not silenced, spawn. like I don't know, he spends like two thirds of his time casting. Yeah, mm -hmm. you could silence him. Just silence him. But he has all of these different moves. He's got heat breath, great whirlwind. Please don't face it at your healers for the <laughs> love of God. It's conal and it fucking hurts. Unless your healer's uh, great DA. sandstorm. And then face it at DA. Hey, don't leave him alone. <laughs> I don't know. Uh tail smash. Which that binds phase. you. Tail swing also binds you. Deadly hold. Very violent hug. And astral flow. 
Okay. Mm. Astral flow. That's the one that can really fuck you up if you're not paying attention. If your mages don't have stone skin and blink and all kinds of shit on to like make sure they live, they will they will wipe. Okay. It will Important hurt. To note, astral flow is anywhere between sixty percent health and forty percent. I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't matter how many ads. He could have called one, none, doesn't matter. 60 to 40, he's yeah. going to fuck you up. And our, it's instant. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom! Our, our My favorite thing like, ever. Go ahead. My favorite thing ever is it astral flows, and you'll watch every other melee run for their lives, and I've still got like 800 health, and I'm like, why are you guys running? I don't understand what's happening. I was just going to say, our paladins typically start rotating rampart. Uh, sub 60%, so the tank party's still alive mm. when uh, Astral Flow goes off. Call out. That's smart. Should that down somewhere. That's smart, yeah. Yeah, we usually have yeah, three paladins, the... and we kind of like, we what we do is we position the paladins at, like, th- so if, if there's four positions around here in four cardinal directions, we have paladins at three of them, and then the melees will melee from that fourth side. But, I mean, inevitably, the melees all pull hate eventually, and it gets turned. But at least that way, like, mm-hmm. Like thieves, for example, always have a paladin they can get behind to do trick attack on. Um, hmm. and Where do your mages stand safely then? So in the direction of the melees. So that's considered okay. the kind of safe direction. You need to pay attention. Like, and even the melee who takes hate should be paying attention when they do to get Kieran spun back in the other direction. But um, that way, the mages are only paying attention to like one direction. It's like, oh crap, one of those melees took hate. I need to just like reposition. We. We do it north side, south side, melees on east, and casters on west. Mm, that's what that's, we do, too. That's safer sounding, Another yeah. good tactic now that we started using is having your melees come slash thief. Oh, so yeah. every time that weapon skill, they TA onto a tank. Ooh. So at no point does it turn towards the melee. Yeah, especially warrior. Two-handed warrior. That slash thief is so good. Mm-hmm. I should also mention here, this was in the patch notes. We didn't talk much about, there was a, there was a, bigger patch this friday you know obviously tav came out but mir uh mirin kieran's evasion was lowered um to match retail it's actually been abnormally high so um for all you uh-huh. melees yeah uh nobody's capping accuracy in that fight we'll be like soul voice madrigals and still be at like 85 percent or something um Dude, I, I have as high as you can get great x mm-hmm. with madrigal and i was at like 60. yeah so they like, uh they lowered his evasion. Well, it's they brought it to the actual level it should be, so it's down by about 40 points, which should give you about a 20% hit rate um, to any melee who's meleeing on it, which is huge. I mean, uh, yeah. Try to keep gravity on him, too. That also lowers yeah. evasion. And Fenrir, mm-hmm. Fenrir has an evasion down debuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. That's nice. Um... Other than that, like, other than the Astral Flow and stuff, I think that's most of his things. He does have, like, magic that he could use, but just silence him. He's got, he's got Quake, Rasp, Sleepga. Oh, that's what he usually starts off with. It's the Sleepga. Just silence him immediately. Stonega 4 and Stone 5. As a but side yeah. note, too, every time he summons one of the lesser gods, they will immediately spawn and start casting any magic they have. Mm-hmm. So, like, if your tank vokes it and it's not coming, it's coming. It's just still casting the guh it started spawned with. Yeah. Now for his drops. What drops does he have? He's got D-body, N-body, W-legs. Ooh. It's a, a scroll of Quake. Does he have that? 
Yep. Have we seen a scroll of quake? Mm-hmm. I feel like we never see that. We always see the raise three though. Uh, or a calcum ingot, shining cloth, D ingot, and then his two, his two drops that he would only have is a Kieran's pole, and the Kieran's Asode, which In who would want who would want a Kieran's? Horizon you, you drops shall revive, right? Yes. Oh yeah, yes he does. I forget. Who would want a Kieran's Asode? I mean, who, who wants that? Like everybody. I can't use it. <laughs> okay, everyone but a mage. Isn't Kieran's pull the only weapon that drops from a god that can be sold? Buzzard. Yes. Um, just, and it's the, yeah. It's the best two-handed staff or uh, stone skin in the game. Well, yeah. technically, isn't Kieran's also the only armor piece that can be sold? Also. Oh. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Did you know a red mage can't use the pole or the fucking Oso? Oso day? They get the W legs. I don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, you can't have that. <laughs> yeah, like after the paladins. Come on. Yeah, it's paladins, then red mages. <laughs> and then whoever whoever else. Rune and Ranger, I think, are the only other ones that can wear them. Uh, yeah. Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. Oh. I always forget about Dark Knight. They're usually yeah. the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> not if they sub thief sub-thief. I really like that sub thief idea because honestly there's no real point to sub nin unless you're that outside party taking those ads um, Absolutely. You, can, uh, great idea. you can thank snoochie boots for yelling at me every time we ever killed anything because every time I'd weapon skill it would turn mm. not just you he yelled at everybody he was like wow <laughs> can't everybody just sub thief and stop with all of this thanks so much please thank you it works. It works great. I think that was all. That's all of it for all of the sky stuff that we could talk about. Do we have anything else? Any more stories? Anything? No? Um, my first sky god ever I called for help on. It was an introductory it, phase into a LS on retail. My first time ever in sky. I think it was um, Suzaku. Did they kick you? No. Surprise! Scold you? Um, yeah, I got a little bit of scolding, but that was my introduction. That's my most memorable moment up there. I've got two. One of them I think we've talked about on another episode, which is Ayame's voice hitting a pitch that her microphone couldn't pick up, fighting Bayako because Snooch all of a sudden went from full health to no health, and like forty health left because he got a triple attack with inline on, so it just wrecked his. And her voice hit a pitch that her mic cut out. <laughs> it's and, u- okay for the tank party. It's usually neon red mage and a and a white mage. Usually Verity. So I'm like, it's my fault. That's how I feel when stuff like that happens. When you pop Bayako and he pop, uh, does triple attack right off the bat, um, one thing I've started to do if the black mages aren't paying attention because sometimes they'll just ghost pop him. Um, I will spam flash. Um, uh, as soon as he pops and that flash, it, it'll hit every time and it at least misses or uh, he'll miss one or two of his swings on a triple attack. It's been very helpful. That's a good call out. So, um, oh it, it's, it is a little bit of hate, but I'm a white mage. So I got some minus enmity oh. gear so they're able to get it back incredibly quickly. Ooh. My other one's from Mr. Firebird or Miss Firebird. Do you remember <clears throat> we didn't have anybody to bind 
for the chain spell. So there yeah. was no way to keep it in place. So our main paladin just stands there and goes, I have a fire resist set. And just oh, tanked yeah. every single fire spell that hit him. Just standing there like nothing's happening. Hanging out. Didn't die. No. I was amazed. He was letting it cast on him. <laughs> credit to his healer. Happily. It wasn't doing much to him, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't. Hmm. A, a real fire resist set should nerf that damage pretty s extensively. He spent millions on his fire resist sets. So. We miss him. I think that wraps it up, though, for our Sky episode. Thank you to everybody who watched. Please be sure to check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And if you're interested in watching the video, it's on YouTube. And we will see you guys again very soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Peace.